strike. BYU baseball hits back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Loop Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, SAG Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Hi from Portland, Oregon. We're at Joe Etzel Field, game two of this West Coast Conference Series. BYU and the Portland Pilots. Uh, Brent Norton uh, again joined by Tuckett Slay tonight. Cougars lose last night. Four to three. Cougars only had one earned run, Tuckett, and the Cougars have really got to get things going offensively. It hasn't been the pitching. It's been the offense. Yeah, offense lately has been struggling at times, and yesterday just kind of swinging, getting yourself some bad counts, swinging at uh, the pitcher's pitch, and uh, the changeup on off-speed pitches really, really hurt us yesterday. But uh, new day, new arm to face, and uh, hopefully can come out and get back to what makes us good. Same weather, though. Yeah, same weather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had a chance to sit down with Coach Littlewood a few minutes ago. We'll... Uh, uh, get you update on what he had to say uh, right now. We're here with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood and Coach. Uh, we've we kind of miss it not uh, mentioning your award to Coach of the Year among uh, all the BYU coaches voted by the coaches. Congratulations! That's quite an honor, and uh, it's got to make you feel real good about the respect you're getting from in the school. Well, no doubt. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. But uh, yeah, I mean, any I think any award that you get that's that's voted on by your peers is pretty special. Doesn't matter what. Uh, what industry you're in and so we you know we had a great year last year and and a lot of other teams did a lot of other coaches were deserving but feels good to be to be uh, recognized by your peers for sure well last night another close game uh this team i'm telling you they just play uh, out of the last five games i think four of them have been one run one two run games just been one of those years and last uh, night came up on the short end uh, 14 strikeouts by your team i know that's it's a concern uh, for you and uh, you kind of shook the lineup a little bit today yeah, I did. I mean, uh, we got a couple guys going up there, D.C. Clawson and Keaton Kringlin, that just don't feel like they can hit right now. And um, So we'll give Mitch and, and Noah an opportunity to play, and they've, they've done a great job for us in the past. And so, yeah, Schneeman's moved down to the six hole and, and just Perns up in the two hole. And sometimes just an, another, like a change of scenery in the lineup will get you going a little bit. And so hopefully we're looking for that spark. But I just wanted to expand our lineup a little bit instead of just inserting four guys in, into the lineup at the end of the lineup. So we'll see what happens. Portland team impressive on the mound last night. Those two relievers they brought in were, were dynamic, and their number one guy going tonight, a freshman here out of Portland. They like him. Uh, should be another challenge. Well, it's going to be a lot of the same. Um, maybe a little bit better fastball, maybe a little bit better command. Uh, nine walks in 40-something innings pitched tonight. So uh, change-ups, kind of uh, the equalizer, and if, if – guys can throw change up where they want which he can it, it's going to be a struggle for us i think last night we swung at a lot of change ups down out of the zone we didn't take too many uh change ups for strikes or swing it strikes that were change ups and so i'm sure that's going to be the report tonight is is uh get ahead fastball or maybe throw that 3-1 change up and see if we'll chase we need to be very very disciplined at the plate tonight or say we're gonna have the same result as last night I know the best pitch in baseball is a strike, Coach, but the changeup's got to be right there, too. When you got a guy that can command that, tough pitch to hit. It really is, and, and that's what made last night's pitchers, the three guys, so effective. Each one of them had really good change-ups, and you can tell there's somebody on their staff that's teaching them that because uh, none of them last year had change-ups. That wasn't on the scouting report. Um, and so, and, but tonight we do know that <laughs> the starting pitcher's best pitch is change-up. 
And so it is. It's an equalizer. If, if you have the same arm speed, the thing about a changeup, it's a swing and miss if you swing down and when it's out of the zone. And then it's kind of an out pitch or soft contact pitch if, you, if he's got a good one and, and it keeps you off balance. So it is a tough pitch to hit. But I think the one thing is you can frustrate a pitcher if you take that changeup uh, and then he starts getting that changeup up in the zone and then you hit, hit a couple around, you lose confidence in that pretty quick. And so uh, we just, again, we need to be disciplined at the plate, swing at strikes, take balls. It's that simple. Hayden Rogers, four and two oh four on the year. Lefty senior, Friday starter now. Uh, looking for looking for another good outing out of Hayden. Yeah, Hayden's been getting better and better. We'd like to see him um, utilize his pitch count just a little bit more. He's he's ran up to uh, seventy pitches in six or seven innings and or four or five innings and hasn't been able to go into sixth or seventh inning. And so we're just looking for him to extend a little bit. But fresh pen, we're you know we're we're good to go there and. Again, Hayden's a guy that you just hand the ball to at this point in his career, and and you expect good things from him. And really, over the last couple of weeks, it hasn't been the pitching. It's just been lack of production. I mean, Wood didn't have his best stuff, but he battled out there for you. Parkinson came in, did a good job again. And it's kind of been on the offensive side where you've struggled. It really has. And last night in my talk to the team, I, I told Woody, you know, you, you didn't have your best stuff. Just what you said, you didn't have your best stuff. But you just battled your tail off for us, and I wish our hitters would have done the same at the plate. You, if you, you don't have 15 strikeouts if you're just really getting in there, you know, digging in, sticking your nose in there, and saying you're not going to get me out. Um, there's ways to put the ball in play, ways to be disciplined, and ways just to grind it out. You know, and last night we didn't do that, and, and lack of the ability to get the big hit, uh, which has kind of been our story all year long. Um, and the one thing we talked about last night is not one guy has to do this. It's going to be a team effort. But if they want to get get into the race to, to make the, the conference tournament, it's got to be now, and it's got to be a blue-collar approach to this thing, um, not just trying to win games on last-inning you know last inning heroics. All right, Coach. Well, hey, uh, good luck to you tonight. Another rainy, windy, cool night in Portland. Uh, so good luck to you. Talk, in the, uh, talk to you in the postgame. Definitely a three-sleeve night tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. All right, back here at Joe Wetzel Field. We are ready for baseball as Brennan Anderson will step in for BYU. First pitch is over for a strike from Eli Morse. Morse, uh, two wins, four losses on the year, 5.99 earned run average. A freshman right here from uh, the Portland area. Here's the 0-1 to Anderson, and that is down low ball one. Morse, not really a highly recruited kid, but has come out, had a good attitude, been kind of a bulldog for him, and and he's really their number one starter. He's been their Friday guy all year long, and they kept him at Friday. Uh, Portland uh, threw three good good uh, right-handers out there uh, yesterday against BYU and really shut down the Cougars. Pitches outside for a ball. Yeah, Kellen Mor- Levy is the home plate umpire. Yeah, Morse is a uh, real talented freshman, below four ERA and pretty much a strikeout and inning type guy. Tough record as far as the wins and losses, but uh, overall numbers look real good. 2-1 pitch, Anderson hammers one foul down the third baseline. Brennan, a 3.02 average, has three home runs, 21 RBIs, got a stolen base last night, his fifth of the year. And trying to get things started well for the Cougars here. Uh, weather much like we saw yesterday, very breezy here at the ballpark, blowing in from center. And off and on rain showers, especially here the last couple hours. Anderson hits one center fielder coming in. Bo Brundage, and he is there, and will make the catch. Boy, the wind brought that in about, what, 100 feet? Yes, it did. It was caught in just short of the infield as uh, Brundage made the catch. 
One man out, and Jarrett Perns. Portland, uh, interesting two home runs last night in this ballpark, especially in these conditions. Uh, they showed good power. Yes, they did. Physical and, team. You know, Jordan Wood just made a couple of mistakes, and that's all it took for uh, for the Cougars, who were struggling offensively, to go down 4-3. First pitch to Jarrett Perns, a big slow curveball over for a strike. Matt Kelly, the second baseman, is the hitter. Or, I mean, um, Jared Perns is the hitter. Cougars center fielder. Matt Kelly is at second base. That ball's fouled off. And the count quickly 0-2. Yeah, it's a slow breaker there. It's one of those pitches that if you leave that up and elevated, guys can really make the adjustment and hopefully hammer that pitch. Here's the pitch to Perns, and that's fouled off. Straight back into the uh, screen. So the count 0-2 to uh, Perns. He'll be followed by Brian Sue and then Brock Hale. Favero DHing tonight, bats fifth. Schneeman will bat sixth and play at shortstop. Casey Jacobson, the start at third base tonight, bats seventh. Mitch McIntyre in left will bat eighth. And Noah Hill, the catcher, will bat ninth. So those bottom three guys in the order all... New to the lineup here tonight. Did not play last night. Or did not snart uh, last night. One and two the count. Two Perns. With one man out. And Morris's pitch is down low. Ball two. Two balls. Two strikes a count. To the... Center fielder for BYU as uh, Pern steps back in. Overcast day today. Yesterday we saw a little bit of sun, but today it's been overcast and showery the entire day. Pern's two-hopper right at the shortstop. Uh, Stevens, he's got it, and he will throw Pern's out. Jarrett was 0 for 4 yesterday, and now 0 for 5 in the series, and that will bring uh, Brian Sue to the plate. Umbrellas are out here in the ballpark as uh, as we start the game. Uh, a shower comes through. Sue won for four last night as he will step in for the Cougars, hitting in the uh, number three spot. And Eli Morse's first pitch is over for a strike. That's like a misty type rain that's going down right now. It rains, it doesn't, it rains, it doesn't. Here's the 0-1 to Brian, and that's over for a call strike to another fastball. Horses doing a good job to all three of the starting hitters here, getting ahead 0-2 really quickly. Eli Morse, the freshman from right here in uh, Portland. Strike three called. Sue goes down on strikes. And the Cougars retired in order here in the first. Go to the bottom of the first. Portland will come to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Uh, Hayden Rogers getting his uh, final warm-up tosses in. Uh, Cougars Noah Hill behind the plate tonight. Brian Sue at first base. Brendan Anderson at second. Daniel Sneeman at third. And Casey Jacobson getting the start at third base. Mitch McIntyre starts in left. Jarrett Perns in center. Brock Hale in right. And Hayden Rogers. The senior uh, left-hander out of Mesa, Arizona, on the hill for the Cougars. He'll face Matt Kelly 
Kelly one for four last night for the Pilots, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Coach Littlewood said in his pregame uh, report he'd like to see Hayden throw strikes earlier in the count. He's, his pitch count has really run up over these last few starts, and he hasn't been able to go beyond five innings or so, and he's really struggled early in games, so yeah, he hopefully has. he can get through these first couple. Yeah, usually the first inning is kind of a tell of what he's going to do on the day. He'd have a good one here. 2-0 pitch, ball popped up and out of play. Matt Kelly, a junior out of West Lynn, Oregon. Six foot, 205 pounder. Hitting 224 on the year. Or 274 on the year. We don't want to rob him of those 50 points. 106 at bats, 29 hits. That ball's fouled down the third base side. And the count evens up. A little better crowd in the uh, ballpark tonight than we saw last night, even in these conditions. Of course, uh, if you're going to come watch baseball in Portland, I guess you've got to get used to this. Get used to this. <laughs> I don't think I could ever get used to this. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch up the middle. Brandon Anderson over. Can't make the play. Would have been a tough one. Ball yeah, not really hit very have. hard. Once it got past Hayden Rogers, you knew there was not much of a chance. Base hit is scored for Matt Kelly. And not hit very hard, but placed very well up the middle. Backhand, slow roller, have been tough. Even when he makes that play, he might still beat that out. Kelly runs well, and uh, Chad Stevens now steps in, the freshman shortstop. He's out of Fox Island, Washington. 6'4", 190. Kelly uh, last night struggled defensively at short. As he will step in, but a throw to first will keep uh, Matt Kelly close to the bag. Stevens had a couple of errors, number nine and ten on the year for the shortstop. Yeah, one of those was a two-run error that really kept, uh, that actually gave the Cougs a lead in the middle of that game. Here's the pitch. That ball's fouled off. Yeah, over through the first baseman with runners at second and third, and the Cougars score two on the play. Cougars only scored three the entire day. One earned run. And the Cougars have just, uh, boy, you, you know, you worry about pitching so much and the depth of the staff and the injuries, but but uh, it's not too often you talk about BYU and, and lack of offensive production, yeah, but we've true. seen that here lately. Here's the 0-1. There's a bunt down the first base side. And that is going to, everybody's going to be safe. Great bunt there by Chad Stevens. Got it past the pitcher. And Stevens with the good wheels. Cougars had no chance defensively. And yeah. Sue uh, vacated the bag trying to make the play. And nobody could get there in time to take a throw. Yeah, the only shot there is if Hayden could maybe go feel that ball and Sue stay home. Probably the only shot you have to make that play right there. Really so, good bunt. Yeah, runners at first and second base, and Bo Brundage steps in. Brundage was uh, one for three last night. He doubled in the first inning. Top hitter in the conference now hitting 398 on the year. Does have a home run and 17 RBIs. And here is Rogers' pitch, and Brundage uh, trying to move the runners up. Fouls it straight back on a bunt attempt. As you mentioned last night, this Portland team knows who they are. They uh, like to move runners along. They've been getting some uh, great uh, pitching in this series. 
Brundage with a long look in at uh, Jeff Loomis's head coach. Got the sign, and now he'll step back in. Yeah, they're a really competitive team that just loves to make put pressure on you and make you make plays. Sue uh, in on the grass at uh, first base. And Casey Jacobson about even with the bag at third. And they're going to let him swing away, and that's a curveball. Almost popped out of Noah Hill's glove. But he was able to retrieve it. And the count now one and one on Bo Brundage. Uh, Daniel Lopez is up next. The Pilots with two home runs last night, one from Lopez, one from uh, Cody Hawken, the number five hitter. Not a home run ballpark, even though it's a short field. The uh, conditions normally wind blowing in. There's a fly ball. Back goes uh, Brock Hill and right. He's going to get there and make the catch. And the runner will advance from second to third on the fly ball out. So one man down, runners at the corners now, and Hawken will step in. Really good job there by Brock Hill to get behind that ball and throw it right to second base so that the runner at first couldn't advance. If he tries to airmail at the third, then they both move up. And now you're at first and third, and you hold the double play now, still in orders, and Rodgers can get a ground ball and hopefully get out of this inning. It's the little things like that. that if you know you airmail that, now they're at second and third with one out, now you're in a sack fly situation. But uh, being able to keep that runner first gives you a shot to get out of this this inning unscathed. Daniel Lopez steps in. Uh, Lopez uh, had a home run last night. Officially was uh, one for one with two RBIs, but did have a a couple of walks in the ball game. First pitch down, low ball one. They hit that ball hard last night. Just barely got out of here, but it was on a line. Hit real well. Lopez, a J.C. transfer out of Pico Rivera, California. Now has five home runs on the year. And here's the pitch. Over for a strike, one and one. Eden Rogers, four wins, two losses, 5.40 earned run average. Rogers' ninth start of the year. He's thrown 38 innings, has 23 strikeouts, given up 53 hits, 30 runs. Ball fouled off, good change there, and Lopez ahead of it, just able to foul it off. Looked like it came off of uh, the shin guard of Noah Hill back there. Days like today, that doesn't feel very good. Just stings. Feels a little warmer tonight than last night. Last night, got, maybe it'll get colder as the night goes on, yeah. but I'll tell you, it was bone chilling. Yes, it was. A ball and two strikes. Here's Rogers' pitch. That's off the plate, two and two. 325 down the lines here, 369 in the alleys and 388 in center field, so uh, definitely reachable. Uh, but the wind, as we saw last night, always kind of blowing in from uh, center field. That's uh, what makes those uh, two home runs Portland hit so impressive. There's a ball hit pretty well. Left fielder McIntyre makes the catch. A run will score on the fly ball out, and Portland up one to nothing. So the sacrifice fly RBI, 26 RBIs now for Lopez. As Kelly scores easily from third base. Stevens had to hold at first base as McIntyre made the play. Yeah, another good throw there by McIntyre, throwing it to second. Again, 
there probably wasn't going to be a play at the plate. You throw it to home, he advances, and now you have another runner in scoring position. It's just little things like that that, you know, you forget about during the game that are really important. And so far, the Cougs have done a couple of those things real well to hopefully minimize this inning to just one inning, one run. Cody Hawkins steps in, and he grounds the ball down the third baseline foul. Runner first, Chad Stevens, uh, three stolen bases on the year. And with uh, two men out, it wouldn't be too surprising to see maybe try to steal a base here. Hawkin had the other home run last night. He's a junior out of Vancouver. Ballpark uh, located here on the campus. Popped up foul out of play. We're right to Willamette River just to the uh, south of us here, just a couple of blocks. And they have rivers up here. I mean, these are big times. Yes, these are rivers. Yeah, these are these are definitely. <laughs> these have a lot rivers. of water. Yes, they do. I mean, they got. They, they must bridges. be big rivers. To, yeah. As, how, as much as it rains here, they uh, they've got to have a lot of rain to fill those rivers. There's a ball hit into right field. Oh, Anderson, great play up, throw to first, and it gets away. Runner now going to third base. Here's the throw, oh. and he will be. Out at third base. Got him. Great job, Anderson Noah. came up, made a great play, over through first. Noah Hill backing up first base. Picked the ball up. Runner tried to advance from second to third, and Noah put a great throw on to get the runner. So Portland retired in the inning. one nothing. Pilots leading the Cougars after one on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Rock Hale steps in for the Cougars. One ball, one strike on the Cougar right fielder. Hale two for four last night. And Brock uh, with a 1-1 pitch. That's up high for ball two. Looks like he might have a little more velocity than we saw last night from a couple of these Portland kids. Yeah, he's 87-89. Pretty good arm. Two balls and a strike out of a Cleveland High School here in Portland. And Hale hits this one foul down the third baseline. Brock Hale comes in with a 347 average. Had a couple of hits last night. Hit one off the top of the wall that ended up just being a single. And Coach Littlewood on the postgame said, thought Sue made a base running error yeah. on that one. Was tagging at first base. Instead of being halfway, I think he would have made it to third. And uh, that costs the Cougars a run. Hale hammers this one. Center fielder coming in. Not going to get there. So Brock Hale, a solid single to lead off the second. Well hit ball by Brock right there. Hale, one of the leading hitters in the conference. Has seven home runs, 23 RBIs. He's a kid that it's tough to sneak a fastball by him. He loves fastballs. Now, Nate Favero, who's DHing tonight, will come up. Nate, uh, one for four with an RBI last night. And Eli Morse's first pitch to Favero is fouled off the catcher for strike one. You know, so far in this series, what the Pilots have done real well is been able to throw their change-ups to get the Cougs to swing and miss. You know, they haven't thrown him for a ton of strikes. you got to see that pitch up, and, and, and Cougars have really been a little over-aggressive in swinging at those pitches that are breaking down in the, the dirt and, you know, really getting their pitchers in good counts. No balls in a strike to Favero. Batting from the left side. Pitch is uh, looped into center field. Center fielder 
Brundage uh, right there makes the catch for the out. Ball hit pretty well. Yeah, that ball's hit really well. By Favero, but uh, Brundage able to run it down for out number one. That'll bring uh, Daniel Sneeman up. Sneeman not in his normal spot on this, you know, batting second or third. Daniel really has been struggling with the, pl- uh, with the bat. I think it's now become more of a mental thing for Daniel. Yeah, I agree. Get him down there in the 6-7 the hole and see if he can uh, just relax and get back to what makes him good, and that's just being a confident guy that can just hit line drives. Sneeman steps in. With a runner at first base, quick throw to first, and uh, Hale back in safely. You said that right. That was a really quick move, quick feet there by the freshman. That was Hale, a little closer than than it should have been, really. Hale uh, went back in head first, but just beat the tag. Eli Morse with that wind blowing hard now, and the pitch to Sneeman is a slow curveball. That drops in for a strike. Those slow curveballs can be so tough just because you're like, oh, it's a ball. Oh, no, it's a strike. Get you out in front and get your roll over on it. Casey Jacobson do up next, and then be followed by McIntyre. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Neiman fouls it off. Brock Hill moving on the pitch. I think you're... Maybe going to see Coach Littlewood maybe maybe force the action a little bit offensively. Yeah, a little hit and run action right yeah. there. Hoping to get a little fastball to hit. And I'm not sure if that was a fastball or a changeup the way that it was fouled back. You know, last night he was second-guessing himself on a couple of things that he didn't do. But it's those are things that he normally doesn't do, you know, yeah. moving runners or trying to steal a base. But uh, kind of got to get this team a little bit out of that offensive funk. That pitch is down low for ball one. You know, as a coach, you're all, you always look back and think, man, what if I'd done this or what if I'd done that? Yeah. You know, a coach of a baseball team, I'll tell you, it's such a mental game. It's It really is. And especially when you've got proven veteran leaders who have produced for you in the past that they're just struggling right now. It's, you know, some kids need to be kicked in the tail. Some kids need to be patted on the back. Yeah, you just, uh, exactly. And Coach Littlewood uh, knows b- better than anybody on, on how to do that. But still very tough. Yeah, it is tough. And, and like you said, uh, it's kind of putting coach in a situation where he's trying to coach where he's not used to having to do those things because the guys never had to do those things before because the guys were doing a good job with the no outs and runner on second of moving guys over on their own and not having to bunt and do those things. So got to coach a little different than you're used to it. One ball, two strikes to Schneeman. One man out, one man on. And here is Eli Morse's pitch, and Sneeman swings and misses. Looks like a pitch outside. Yeah, Daniel definitely goes a, down on strikes, route number two. Definitely a ball there that Daniel's swinging at. How about it? Third base, number 16, Casey Jacobson. Brings up Casey Jacobson. Last time Casey was up there, big hit against Santa Clara. Took put one off the wall, and that were the, the game-winning runs, the tying run and the winning run in the bottom of the eighth in game three. Casey just came a foot or so away from a three-run blast. First pitch up high, ball one. It's great that a kid that, uh, you know, maybe hasn't had a whole lot of at-bats. Now here he is a junior. Man, he keeps himself ready. He does, yeah. He's a fantastic defender, one of the best on our team. So he's always ready to come in for defense, but it was nice to see him be ready to come in offensively and get the job done. 
Here's the one-ball pitch from Morse. That's outside. 2-0 the count. McIntyre will follow Jacobson and then uh, Noah Hill, the catcher. Two balls, no strikes, two men out. A runner at first base for the Cougars, and uh, Jacobson swings and misses two and one. Yeah, just a little, a little lower aggressive, over aggressive right there. 2 0 count through a changeup that was down that he swung at. Would have been ball three. Yeah, Casey uh, kind of shaking his head up there yeah. after he swung. He knew that he swung at a pitch out of the zone. With a quick move to first base. This time Brock Hill, about a foot closer to the bag, got back in there easily. Now once you see a kid's move, you know you've got to maybe ramp it up a little yeah. bit, get back, uh, get back into the bag. Definitely. And Coach does like our guys, you know, first time on base to get a bigger lead to see what he has. That way you have an idea for the rest of the game how big you can get. That's so much fun. Here's a 2-1. Jacobson, liner, center fielder. Brundage right there makes the catch. So three balls hit hard in the inning. But Cougars uh, couldn't get anything to fall, but Hales, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through an inning and a half. Pilots won, Cougars nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Colin Rungi, the hitter, first baseman for the Pilots, uh, tries to bunt, fouls it straight back. On one account, one nothing, Pilots leading the Cougars as we play the bottom of the second inning. There's a ball hit into center field. That ball's going to drop in front of Perns. So a leadoff single, fourth hit by Portland in the game. And that's going to bring uh, Ryan. Hoogerworth is a DH. He's out of Allen, Texas, a senior. 6'4", 235-pounder. Yeah, big kid. He's hitting 217 on the year. He's had 23 at-bats, five hits. Three of those hits have been doubles. So Hugenworf, we've seen him in years past uh, in the starting lineup and didn't start here last night. And with the lefty going, he gets the start. And the DH spot, and the first pitch is outside, ball one. Four hits now by Portland through just uh, an inning plus off of uh, Hayden Rogers. Here's the one ball pitch. Popped up. Might be playable. Sue going over near the Cougar dugout, and that ball will land in the dugout for BYU. Yeah, like you talked about last night, not a ton of foul ground here at this field. Definitely a hitter's type part. And you get a warm, sunny day here with uh, no wind, and it can become a launching pad even though you're here at sea level. We haven't seen that in this. uh, Yeah. We've seen a lot of clouds, a lot of wind, a lot of rain here. Looks like the same forecast tomorrow as well. And they're going to pick off. um, Sue comes up with it and almost dropped the ball coming out of his uh, glove. Hayden Rogers, a good move, and picked off the runner. And then Sue... It was in midair, I looked up, coming out of his glove, and then he finally grabbed it, snatched yeah. it, made the throw to Schneeman in time to put the tag on one man out. Yeah, good good uh, recovery there by Sue to kind of bobble it out of his glove and still have the you know, quick hands be able to field it and still throw it to second in time. 
There's a pitch, is a swing and a miss. One and two, the count. Good changeup right there by Rogers. On Hoogerwerf. On deck is uh, Tate Budnick, the catcher. Well, the rain has relented. You can see all the umbrellas going down. There's a line drive, another base hit. This one into right field. So Portland doing a good job here early. Yeah, did All a good, the hits have been singles. Yeah, that was a good piece of hitting right there. That was a changeup that was almost in the other's batter's box that he was able to get to and hit the line drive over second. One man out, Tate Budnick steps in. Budnick was 0 for 2 last night. Senior out of Edmonds, Washington. Got three home runs on the year, seven RBIs. And here's the pitch. That's over for a strike. Portland was founded here in 1901. They started playing baseball in 1923. 4,100 in enrollment here. They got a couple of cool pictures in the press box here that shows their old baseball field and quite interesting uh, dimensions on a couple of those fields. Here's the old one line drive right at Sneeman. He'll snag it, throw the first not in time to double up the base runner. But again, a ball hit really hard there by Budnick. Two men out right at Sneeman. And Henry Cheney will step in. He is the right fielder. He did not play. For Portland last night. He's hitting 364. He's only had 11 at bats this year. It looks like uh, Portland's really trying to stack the deck with a bunch of right handed hitters besides Brundage against Rogers. Cheney is a sophomore out of Gig Harbor, Washington. And he steps in on the first pitch down low, ball one. Usually the, the book on Portland has been they've been a pretty good offensive team, but just have really lacked defensively and also. On the mound, but uh, boy, last night they threw th- three guys at the Cougars that uh, BYU couldn't figure out. Pitches over for a strike, one and one. Yeah, all three of those guys looked like they were uh, World Series types pitchers. Yeah. They just dominated in all their innings. Cougs had Cougs got chances, just couldn't get that big hit. Cougars, and they could not get a hit in the last four innings. No. They had runners in scoring position, a couple of errors, a couple of walks. High hopper out to Casey Jacobs, and he's got it, and he'll throw him out easily. Portland retired here in the second. No runs. Two hits. No errors. Two, one runner left on base. We're through two. one nothing. Pilots over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU baseball fans. You are listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Brent Norton. Go Cougs. Mitch McIntyre steps in. First pitch over for a strike. McIntyre getting the start in left field here tonight in Portland for the Cougars. And McIntyre fouls that pitch down the first baseline. They've got turf here at Portland. They've had it for, I think, three years now, just like the Cougars turf. Well, the same type of concept. No heat under this turf, yeah. but a good drainage. Great drainage. And they can play through a lot of rain, and that's something they get a lot of up here. No balls, two strikes to count on the freshman McIntyre. There's a ball hit very well. Left fielder coming in. Now he's got to go back. Unable to make the play. McIntyre around first base. And Mitchell end up with a double. Left fielder Cody Hawkins thought he had that one uh, 
Ball carried well. McIntyre yeah. going the opposite way, showing the good power. Yeah, they had him playing shallow with McIntyre and uh, hit a hard line drive, you know, going away from him. He made a good effort to go get there. I think he actually might have got a glove on it. He did. Glanced off his glove. And, yeah. You know, that's the right place to play Mac. anybody yeah, in this cover lineup in I left agree. field, especially left-handed hitter. I agree. I just give a lot of credit to McIntyre there for hitting that ball hard and getting it over the uh, Hawkins glove. So a leadoff double by McIntyre and Noah Hill steps. And Cougars have had three or four really good at-bats here early in the ballgame. Hit the ball hard. And Hill steps in. First pitch, Noah tries to bunt and bunts it foul down the third baseline. Coach Littlewood just trying to kind of produce a run here, getting Noah to try to bunt the ball down that third baseline and just unable to execute on that first pitch. Yeah, Noah is usually a really good bunter. I'm pretty sure he'll probably have him bunt here again. Just got to execute and do your job here, Noah. No balls and a strike to Hill. Junior out of Flower Mound, Texas. And the pitch, there's a curveball. It drops in for a strike again. Hill showed bunt and then pulled the bat back. He thought the pitch was a little bit high. But that curveball dropped in for a strike. It did. That's actually an easy ball to bunt if he didn't give up on it. But once he saw the high pitch, he gave up on it, and it broke sharp late that slow curve for a strike. In a little hole here, got to find a way now. 0-2. Eli Morse from the stretch. And the pitch to Hill. Hill swings and misses on a pitch. It was way out of the zone for out number one. You know, those little things, just lack of execution, lack of moving runners up, come back and bite you, as the Cougars have seen through the year. Hopefully someone will be able to pick Noah up here. Not a very good at bat there for the catcher. Yeah, frustrating. Don't get the bunt down, then you swing at a ball in the dirt. Definitely something Coach Littlewood won't be happy about, especially when you're a guy who, you know, is fighting to really get in the lineup as you are with Noah. You, you expect that guy to come in there and get that job done. Anderson steps in now. And Brennan takes the first pitch outside, ball one. Brennan flew out to center field his first time up. Well, this is where the senior leader and Brennan just got to pick up Noah, find a way to uh, drive in a run here to pick him up and and take the pressure off uh, the non-execution. One ball, no strike. And one man out. Cougars with a runner in scoring position. 1-0 Pilots leading here in the top of the third. And Anderson hits this ball pretty well. Center fielder going back. Bo Brundage, he'll make the catch. McIntyre will tag and go to third base on the fly ball out. So uh, a chance here for Purge with a runner at third base, two men out. And a ball hit pretty well, but you hit that ball in this ballpark against the wind that way and was really knocked down. Easy play out there for Brundage. Yeah, I thought that was going to beat him off the bat, and that basically went right to where he was playing. Pern steps in. Pern's grounded out to the shortstop his first time up. Jarrett with an opportunity here to get the Cougars on the board. And the first pitch to Perns is down low, ball one. Good take right there. Jarrett Perns, 361 average coming into the game. A home run, 15 RBIs. As Eli Morse, the... Right-handed freshman with the runner third will continue to work out of the stretch, and that pitch is down low. 
for ball two. Looked like a couple of changes there, and yeah. just like we talked about pregame, Cougars laying off that pitch. At least Perns is right there yeah. and getting ahead in the count. Well, the, I wouldn't be surprised 2-0 if they come back with another changeup. They've got a lot of confidence in throwing that pitch this weekend. Here's the 2-0, and Perns pops it foul out of play. Now, Coach uh, Littlewood said that last year uh, this staff really didn't throw the change. Yeah but they've really developed a bunch of their pitchers, and that was the main pitch yesterday that was so critical in uh, retiring the Cougars. And, again, Eli Morse, that's kind of his out pitch also. Two balls and a strike. That's way outside for a ball, about two feet off the plate. Good job there by Tate Budnick to keep that one from going back to the screen. It's like that wind's starting to really pick up. Those trees are just really moving in right center right now. When kind of swirling, I think it starts moving in from center and then yeah. kind of swirls around. Three balls and a strike to Perns. Fastball right down the middle for a strike, three and two. Other action tonight, uh, St. Mary's at San Diego, Pepperdine at Santa Clara, San Francisco at LMU, Gonzaga at Pacific, all night games tonight in the conference. 3-2 pitch, down low, ball four. Another change. Yeah, good and Perns able to stay off that pitch. And so runners at the corners. And Brian Sue, who struck out looking his first time up, will come up. Yeah, Sue took three fastballs in a row, which is not like him. He, uh, he's been really good this year, especially not striking out. And uh, see if he can uh, have a big clutch hit that he's been doing all year for us this year. Right here, tie this game up. Great job by Perns to, to take that 3-2 change. Sewell step in. Rain uh, starts to come down again here in the ballpark. Forge has just kind of been of a, a misty rain here so far here in game two. Pitch to Sue is outside for a ball. So the Cougars uh, doing a good job of uh, running the pitch count up here on Morse. Now at 45 pitches as we uh, play the top of the third. Two men out. And the pitch to Sue up the middle. Base hit. Cougars tie it up. Brian Sue, a big two-out single. And the Cougars have knotted this up at 1-1 here in the third inning. Great job right there by Brian Sue. Got a fastball over the plate and right back up the middle. Tie this game up. That's just what he's kind of done all year for us. That'll bring Brock Hale to the plate. Uh, Brock singled his first time up. Good speed on the bases with Perns at second, Sue at first. And Hale coming up. I think if you're able to to hit a ball down that left field line, the wind will not affect it as much. I agree. Both home runs we saw last night were to left center and then over toward the line. And uh, Brock Hill hit one off the top of the wall here last night. There's a ball inside the first base bag. Base hit, one run scores. Here comes Sue. He'll hold at second base. Brock Hill, a laser right down the line, about six inches fair, right inside the bag. And the Cougars have taken a 2-1 lead. Yeah, that ball was hit hard. Good angle there, right over the bag. It kicked off the fence and kicked towards right field. Yeah. If that would have got down in the corner, Sue probably would have scored. But unfortunate there that it bounced kind of sideways instead of towards the wall. But uh, 
good piece right there to take the lead. And, and now you got Favero who lined out last time, hard to center. See if you can find a way to put two more across. Good swing. Good swings this whole inning, really. Yeah. Pitching coach now out talking to his young freshman. And I'll tell you, you're right. If that ball hadn't hit the, the, the way the fence, out of play fence is here, it kind of goes from a dugout and then kind of angles out almost to the foul line. Yeah. And uh, that ball bounced off that fence. If it got into the corner, uh, could have been a triple for Hale, and, and uh, probably Sue would have scored easily. So the pitching coach back to the dugout. Cougars with uh, three hits in the inning, along with a walk. Jared Perns with a big two-out walk, uh, put runners at the corners, and then back-to-back hits by the middle of the order. Sue and uh, Brock Hale, and now... Nate Favero steps in with a chance to pick up a couple runners. These are big, big runs right here early in this game that would be nice to pick up. First pitch to Nate. Fastball over for a strike. Favero flew out to center field his first time up there. Favero, a 250 hitter with 17 RBIs on the year. As Eli Morse and Long look in at uh, Budnick as catcher. Got the sign. Here's the 0-1 to Favero. That ball's hit. First baseman's got it. He'll shovel the ball to Morse at the back for the out. And the Cougars are retired, but not before they got two runs on three hits. No errors. Two big runners left. We're through two and a half. 2-1. Cougars over the pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the third inning, top of the order for Portland. First pitch down, low ball one. Cougars now lead 2-1. Three base hits in the inning. Ball popped up and out of play. And the count now one and one on Matt Kelly. He singled his first time up. Infield single off the glove of Brendan Anderson. This is where you need a shutdown inning from Rogers. You take the lead and you got to put up a zero right here and get your team right back in there. Back on offense. Here's the 1 1 pitch. That's outside. Ball two. Portland 12 and 19 coming in. The Cougars are 17 and 14. Cougars 6 and 7 the conference race. And Portland 5 and 8. Pop up. Should be an easy play. Brennan Anderson, second baseman, went out now. He's got to come in hard. He's there and oh, makes wow. the catch for the out. Wow. He went straight out into right field. By the time he caught it, he was almost. On the grass part of the infield. Yes, That's how was. hard that wind's blowing. <laughs> He's out there laughing about it. He ran about a 60-yard dash between all of that. Unbelievable. One man out. I'm just glad it's an out. That's all that matters. And Chad Stevens steps in. Stevens had a bunt single his first time up. Pushed it down the first baseline and picked up a single. And the first pitch from Hayden Rogers is up high ball one. Portland one run on five hits. Cougars two runs on four base hits. Here's the 1 0. That ball's popped up foul out of play. Pretty good crowd in the ballpark Friday night here in Portland. Rainy, cool, misty evening, but quite a few Cougar faithful here also in the ballpark. Ball fouled off. And the count now 1 and 2. A couple of scores. San Diego leading uh, St. Mary's 3-1 that game in the third inning. Also, uh, 
Uh, let's see. Portland, or uh, San Francisco and Loyola tied up 1-1. Swing and a miss. Two men out. Stevens goes down. And Pepperdine leading Santa Clara 2-0 that game in the we're now four to nothing. Game in the third inning. Two men out, and uh, Bo Brundage steps in. First pitch inside ball one. Brundage uh, flew out to right field his first time up. The turf here. Uh, is much like the Cougars turf, only a, a different company. And Portland decided to go a little darker on the dirt portion. It, it's almost a purple color. Maybe that's what they were trying to do, get their, <laughs> Maybe, their, yeah. their uh, school colors in. But looks a little different. Pitches inside ball three. Looks more like a, a mulch than yeah. it does a dirt. But there's a lot of teams out there that, uh, that have this dark color. I think Vanderbilt has a similar dark color as this as well right for their turf. Here's the 3-0. That's over for a strike. Three and one the count to uh, Bo Brundage with Daniel Lopez on deck. Here's Rogers, and the pitch is fouled over near the Cougar dugout down the first base side. Game tomorrow will start 1 o'clock Utah time, high noon here in Portland, weather permitting. Looks like uh, weather forecast looks the same every every yes, day it here. Does. Yes, it does. 50, 60, 80% chance of rain. That ball fouled off again. You know, Coach was saying at dinner last night that they've been fortunate that the years that he's been up here as the head coach that uh, they've had good weather in Portland. hasn't been as bad, but my goodness, this this year it's, uh, it's not a lot of fun. And I can tell you a story. A few years ago, uh, before they had this turf field, uh, we were washed out. Ball fouled out of play. And they knew it uh, coming in, Cougars coming in, so they moved the games to Concordia University, okay. which is fairly close. Yeah. It was a soccer field, and the right field wall was like 220 feet out. Oh, wow. And that was an interesting thing. Pitches just a little bit high, ball four. So Brundage with a two-out walk, and that will bring Daniel Lopez to the plate. Well, in this kind of climate, I mean, you've got to have a field like this. You really do. They're still working on getting the press box and the grandstand and everything, you know, dugouts and clubhouse is yeah, done. Rumor has in the next couple of years some of that's going to get done. Talking about maybe next year not even playing here during the construction. And then oh, okay. in two years when the Cougars come back, they'd be back. Pitches over for a strike. That would be awesome for them. Their little hitting facility down there, it's, it's kind of nice. They've got three cages, and they've actually put in a new wall from what they used to have, and they've kind of created a team room that has couches and a TV and, like, meeting space for the guys. So that's always nice. The players always like that stuff. No balls and a strike with uh, Brundage at first base. After the two-out walk, Daniel Lopez hit it hard the last time to left field and uh, scored the run from third base on the sack fly. He's got three RBIs in the series. There goes the runner. Ball hit out to pass to Anderson on the hit and run. So they draw Anderson away from his normal defensive uh, alignment. And Lopez, good job of just poking it right where uh, Brennan was. Runner's now at the corners. 
And uh, Cody Hawkins steps in. Yeah, perfectly executed because had he not been running, Brennan Anderson, that's a one-hopper right to him, and we're, we're in the dugout right now. So good execution there by the pilots, and now they got first and third with a guy with a little bit of power up. Lopez, an impressive J.C. transfer out of uh, Cerritos College. Yeah. So runners at the corners for Hawken. He singled his first time up. What's he officially now, two for two on the weekend? Yeah, officially two for two <laughs> with three RBIs and a home run. That will help the average. Absolutely. Hawkins steps in, first pitch, fouled up and out of play. Yeah, when I uh, came here initially, the, the big uh, student uh, center here with the workout was not there. That oh, was just okay. a big vacant piece of ground. and. They've done some nice things. The uh, basketball arena just uh, behind the third base dugout here. Here's the 0-1 pitch. That's down low. Have a very good uh, soccer program here, women's soccer program. They've got quite a stadium over there. Yeah, they do. Just on the other side of the arena. As we mentioned, right here on the banks of uh, the river. And uh, just a beautiful place here, especially when the sun's out. I'd like to see more of that. Here's the one ball, one strike uh, pitch to Hawken. Popped up, playable. Brian Sue at first base, foul territory. No, he drops the ball. Sue, easy play about five feet in the foul territory right by the bag. You know, battling a little bit of wind, but Brian Sue, one of the better defenders on this BYU team, just couldn't. Track it down. That's an error on Sue. You've got to go air there. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that's routine play. The wind, you can tell that wind, the higher the ball gets up, it's playing havoc. You had Brennan Anderson who had that tough play earlier in this inning, and then that ball, Sue didn't judge it coming back hard with that wind, and that's a tough break. You've got to find a way to make that play in this situation. Especially with Hawk and the hitter, a good one up there. He'll get another chance. Here's the one-two. Just missed inside. Two balls and two strikes. Now you need Rodgers to pick up his teammate right here and uh, find a way to not uh, make that air hurt. That was shocking, Sue. Yes, it is. They have not given him an air, but uh, I'll guarantee you, uh, Coach Littlewood, I know uh, a play last week when uh, Favero went down a third baseline and popped out of his love. He thought that should have been in there, and that was a much tougher play. Sue is just camped under that one. That pitch gets away from Hill. A run's going to score, and that'll cost the Cougars a run. Curveball, and uh, Noah just didn't get down. It went right through his legs, and Portland has tied it up here 2-2. Yeah, tough break right there. A ball that skips through his legs, didn't get down in time, and Sue's air there that really, really hurt. So now a runner at second base, three and two the count. And here's the pitch, strike three called. So that pass ball there cost the Cougars a run. One run, one hit, one air, one man left. We're through three. 2-2, Portland and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with... Brent Norton. Daniel Sneeman steps in first pitch. One hopper out to uh, Rungi, the first baseman, for an out. So one pitch, one out. 
And that will bring Casey Jacobson up. Jacobson hit the ball hard, but right at the center fielder's first time up, he's 0 for 1 today. Cougars give up an unearned run there in the uh, the bottom of the third inning on the uh, fly ball little pop-up that Sue dropped, couldn't handle, and then the pass ball, an air and a pass ball, and and you let the Pilots tie it up. Yeah, and a two-out walk to really get that whole inning started, which is frustrating as well. be kind of the way it's going right now. Cougars have got to get things turned around. 1-1 pitch. Jacobson, kind of a half swing, fouled it off. And the count now, two balls and a strike. You know, he thought that uh, three-game sweep, even though they were all tough, tightly contested games, would give the Cougars a little bit of momentum. But offensively, they just still, you know, and just the you know the little lack of execution, like the bunt hills, bunt. You know, just some of the things that they're just haven't uh, able to clean up. Yeah, it's been frustrating this year. Just the little things like that that have cost the Cougs five or six victories, you know, just not being able to execute the small things that we're used to seeing. It might not seem like a lot, but they add up in a hurry. Yes, they do. Jacobson swings and misses at the change. Strikeout, two men down, and uh, Mitch McIntyre will step in. How about it? Upfield number six, Mitch McIntyre. Nope. So McIntyre will come to the plate. McIntyre doubled into left field his uh, first time up. Hit it over the left fielder's head. And the first pitch to McIntyre is uh, inside corner. Strike. 0-1-1. Left fielder's not playing as shallow as he was the first time. He's backed up a good four or five steps. Now a timeout called by McIntyre at the plate. Two men out here in the fourth, 2-2 the score. Portland got uh, one run in the first and then an unearned run in the third. Cougars came back with their two in the third. And McIntyre takes that one inside. Kellen Levy is the home plate umpire today. Jacob Asher at first and uh, Barry Larson down at third base. Portland has decided to just go a three-man cruise here this year and they'll have to go to a four-man crew in the 2019 season. 1-1 pitch. Base hit into center field just uh, past Stevens, the shortstop's glove. So McIntyre, two for two in the ballgame. Swinging it well, really going with the pitch on the outside corner. Hit it hard. Yeah, good swing there. A little inside out, line drive up the middle. I thought it was going to be a hit, but the shortstop, who's 6'4", dies and almost makes a play. But it got it just past his glove for the hit. That's why I caught myself. Yeah. Base uh, hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, base hit. Would have been a great play. Noah Hill struck out his first time up. You don't often see 6'4", shortstops in college. You see him in the pros, but not so much in college. McIntyre at first base, and here is Noah Hill's and he swings and misses for a strike. Noah was asked to bunt, sacrifice his first time up. Fouled the first pitch off, then took a called strike. This is where he just can't do too much. There. That swing was just too big for Noah. He just needs to hit a line drive and then get the next guy up to try it. He's, it's like he's trying to make up for that pass ball and bunt all in one swing. Well, you're not the guy that does that. You're a guy who's a line drive singles hitter. So just be who you are and get the next guy up. Ball and a strike with two men out. Noah Hill, a 297 hitter. 
as he steps in. Quick throw to first base, and McIntyre has got good speed back in safely. Oh, did you know that releasing a Toy Story 4? Another throw to first, and again, McIntyre back in safely. 60 pitches now thrown by Eli Morse as we play the top of the fourth inning. We're in Portland, Oregon, BYU and the Pilots. There's a ground ball right at the shortstop. He'll go to second for the force, and that will do it for the Cougars. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left, we're through three and a half. 2-2, Portland and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Colin Rungi steps in. Rungi, uh, the first baseman, singled his first time up. And here is Hayden Rogers' first pitch. Checked his swing, went around for strike one. Rungi, a uh, junior out of uh, Redmond, Oregon. Six foot, 185 pounder, hitting 191 in the year, but he runs well. He was picked off by uh, Rogers after that single. And that pitch is down low, one ball and one strike. Cougars were in the pinstripe road uniforms here tonight in Portland. Now some of the umbrellas are still up. I'm not sure how hard it's raining. Just a little bit of a mist as Rungi swings and misses. One and two the count. Portland's wearing their white pants with purple tops. It's the same top that we wore last night, just in a different color. The exact same top. Here's the one, two. Well, it's a Nike uh, yeah. brand, and, of course, Nike headquartered here in uh, the but Portland area. doesn't look like Portland's getting the love that the Oregon and Oregon State get <laughs> with all their Nike gear and combos. Two and two the count. That pitch is up high. So three balls, two strikes. The count now to uh, Rungi. Hooger Wirt is uh, on deck. He's the DH. He also singled his last time up. And here is Rodgers, 3-2. Ball hit right up the middle, off the glove of Rodgers. Picked up by Sneem, and he throws him out. I think that's a 1-6-3. That ball, I think, glanced off Rodgers' glove. As well as Rungi runs, I thought there's no chance. Sneeman got it, did a 360, and threw a strike to first for the out. He was in center field, fielding that ball behind the bag when he turned and spun that. Oh my goodness, what a play by Schneeman. Great play. I'll tell you, as, as tough as Schneeman, as much of a struggle as he's had yeah. at the plate, it has not affected his defense. No, it hasn't. We have seen some plays put on by Schneeman this year, that double play uh, in the last series against Santa Clara. That's uh, that's one that uh, ought to be recorded and shown to all the young kids. Yeah, just I... an incredible play by Schneeman, and, and he just did another one right there. Unbelievable. There's a reason he was Defensive Player of the Year last year. No balls and a strike to Hoogerwart. And here's Rungi, who runs so well. And Sneeman got him by a good half step. Pitches outside, a ball and a strike. I think Hoogerwart actually literally maybe gave up on that. I agree. I think he thought the ball was in center field. I agree. He he slowed up a little bit thinking, oh, there's no shot, and it cost him a hit. Here's the 1-1. Swing and a miss. Good change there by Hayden Rogers. And the count now one and two. Hayden now with uh, 
56 pitches in this outing. With one man out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Cougar worked, uh, steps back in, senior out of Allen, Texas. There's a ball hit right at Anderson. Brennan's got it. He'll throw him out. Two men out. And Tate Budnick lined out to the shortstop. Sneeman, his first time up, will come up. Tate Budnick, the senior out of Edmonds, Washington. Still can't get over how good a play that was that we just watched. Pitch is uh, a little bit low for a ball. You know, it's interesting. I think if uh, Rogers hadn't deflected that ball, I don't think he really deflected it, but he slowed it down just a little bit. Yeah. Sneeman might not have been able to get there. In fact, it was it was kind of an easy play for Hayden, but he kind of yeah. lackadaisical a little bit, just kind of threw his glove at it. Yeah, kind of. Normally, he makes that play every time. He does. He's a good fielding pitcher. Short-armed it a little bit. Here's the 1-1. That's down low. Two balls and a strike on the catcher for Portland. We're all tied up 2-2 here, bottom of the fourth inning. Portland with six hits. Cougars with five hits. Cougars looking to even up the series. That's a pitch over for a strike. So the count now, two balls and two strikes. Rodgers from the windup, and here's the pitch. Just a little bit low, ball three. Portland's doing a good job so far this game of laying off that borderline changeup. You know, something the Cougs need to do a little bit better of, but Portland's doing a great job with it. 3-2. 3-2. Ball hit out to Schneeman. Easy play for Daniel. He's got it. Long throw to first in time for the out. And Portland retired in order here in the fourth. No runs, hits, or errors. We're through four complete. 2-2. Portland and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU. And you're listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brennan Anderson leads it off for the Cougars as we go to the fifth. Here in Portland, all tied up 2-2. Anderson, Perns, and hit and, uh, Brian Sue. And Anderson fouls that one up off his foot. Went out to the third baseman who loved it and made the throw, but you could see that definitely came off of uh, some part of Anderson's body. Must not have been his foot, might have just glanced off his leg. Doesn't appear to have any issue out there as he climbs back in. And pitch to Brennan. That ball's hit into left field. Base hit. Shortstop went over and gloved it deep in the hole, but Anderson with a base hit to lead off the fifth inning. Brennan's first hit of the series. Yeah, he's had some good, he's had some good at-bats, hit some balls hard, but uh, had a few walks yesterday, but nice to see him really just take advantage of positioning there and hit a ball in the sixth hole. For a single. Nice to have your leadoff on for the first time since McIntyre. Burns will step in. Now both teams with six base hits. Wouldn't be surprised to see a bunt right here. Cougars normally don't play a lot of small ball, but Cougars just trying to manufacture whatever they can. Yeah, Perns does right a good now. job with hit and runs too. So that could be a situation. Yeah. Ben Brennan run, runs well. 
that uh, Perns has executed a couple of hit and, hit and runs already this year. Brennan, five stolen bases on the year. He's been thrown out a couple of times. As Eli Morse, the freshman, he's got the sign. Here's the pitch. Perns bunts the ball down the third baseline. Third baseman up with it. He'll throw the first for the out. So Perns with the sacrifice bunt moves the runner into scoring position. And Sue and Hale. Really, really good bunt there by Perns. Middle of the order. Brian Sue with an RBI single his last time up. He's one for two today. He is two for six in the series. Brian Sue steps in, hitting at uh, 345 on the year. And here's the pitch to Sue, and that's outside ball one. I like that call by Coach, but for multiple reasons. I mean, you got your best two hitters coming up with a guy on second. That's, that's the opportunity you want to try to drive in a run. Sue uh, hitting over 300 with uh, runners in scoring position. As he will step back in there with a one-ball count. And Morse's pitch, again, that's well outside for ball two. Game two or game three tomorrow uh, here in Portland at uh, Joe Etzel Field. We're game trying will to start at uh, noon here, one o'clock uh, back in Utah well, on BYU Radio, ESPN 960, 94.5, Sirius Channel 143. You can find us a lot of places or on any uh, apps. You can pick up on uh, BYUCougars.com. Sue swings at a pitch way inside. Yeah. A little Brian over-aggressive on that one. Pounds his bat down into the turf. Was, that should have been 3-0. and oh. Yeah, we talked to Coach Loomis uh, yesterday about possibly playing a doubleheader today with the forecast with more rain all day tomorrow. But they said, ah, oh, that's just what we, uh, we're used to, so <laughs> we'll play it like normal. I thought so. they might move the Saturday game up a little bit yeah. just to take advantage in case there were some delays. But as of now, noon start here. Yep. Two balls, one strike. Here's the pitch. Ball hit very well by Sue. Way back. Left fielder going back. And Brian Sue, that ball is off the wall. Left fielder went up. I thought that ball was out of here. Yeah, hit the top of the fence. Hit the very top of the wall. And Sue with a double. Cougars lead 3-2 to two as Anderson scores right off the very t- top of the wall by Sue. Man, how many of those are we going to have this year <laughs> that are just missed by a foot? Oh, we've had two of them in this series. Yeah. Now Hale steps in. Two hits in the inning. Sue picks up his second RBI of the day. He's now got 23 on the year. And he's tied for the team lead with Schneeman and Hale. Now check that Hale with 24 now as he had won his last at bat. And Hale steps in, and Hale, big hopper out to the shortstop. He's got his only play to first. He'll throw him out. Good heads-up play there by Sue as he picked up a bag, advanced the third base on the ground out. Now Favero up with an RBI opportunity. Yeah, I really need this RBI right here. You miss a home run, that'll give you a two-run lead. One run just is not safe against this team. You need a two-, three-, four-run lead to to feel comfortable and got to find a way right here. 
Two outs with Favero up. Favero up the last time with runners at second and third and grounded out. So Nate with a real opportunity here to drive in another run and to increase the BYU lead. First pitch to Favero. Big swing, fouls it straight back. Yeah, you're right about that. That was a home run swing right there by Favero. <laughs> the Cougars with uh, two hits in the inning. The long fly ball by Sue off the very top of the wall out there and left. I think I might have called it a home run the way the yeah. left fielder went after it. It looked like it was out of here. And uh, bounced off the top of the wall. Pitches high and tight. And the count evens up at a ball and a strike. On deck for the Cougars is uh, Daniel Sneeman, the Cougar shortstop, who made a tremendous defensive play in the bottom of the fourth for BYU. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Favero takes that one outside. Great. Ball two. Great take. Good to see Nate make adjustment on that pitch. That's a tough pitch to lay off that changeup running away, down and away. Good take there. Eli Morse now 72 pitches in the ball game. And Morse from the stretch will look at third. Here's the 2-1 to Favero. That's inside for ball three. Flag pull out in center field, a very small flag pull, but it's uh, if it was up a little higher, I think you'd see that. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> see that flag blowing it a little harder. It's uh, just about, uh, what, 15 feet over the, the outfield wall. There's several big pine trees behind that are probably blocking some of the, the wind as uh, Favero fouls that one down the first base side. So three and two the count now to Favero with a runner at third. Nate, a 250 average coming into the ballgame. He's 0 for 2 today. Second baseman, very deep, shallow right field for Favero. Big gap right up the middle. He wants to go back to that changeup. And here's the pitch. That's a curveball outside for ball four. So runners at the corners for Sneeman now. Daniel has struck out and. Grounded out to the first baseman. Sneeman is such a good ball player. You know he's going to break out of it. And you just, boy, this would be an opportune time for Daniel. Yes, it would. Runners at the corners to give the Cougars a little bit of a lead. And all you're looking for here is just a ball right back up the middle. Just hit a single here. Don't Don't do too much. Just be who you are. Sneeman steps in. With runners at the corners. Hitting 237 on the year, and Sneeman fouls it straight back for strike one. You know, what's really hurt Sneeman in this little slide skid that he's had offensively is he's just over aggressive. You know, swinging at bad pitches because he just wants to do it so bad. Yeah. And swinging at changeups down and curveballs down and just over just trying to do it instead of just, hey, relaxing and just being simple. No balls and a strike. Pitch to Sneeman. One hopper out to the first baseman. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball to the pitcher who got there just in front of Sneeman for the out. 
So Sneeman grounds out 3-1 for out number three. Cougars score one run on two hits. No run, uh, no no errors, and two runners left on. 3-2 Cougars after five or a four and a half here in Portland on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Henry Cheney steps in, first pitch, pops it up. Shortstop Daniel Sneeman over under it, makes the catch, so one pitch, one out. Matt Kelly, the top of the order, now steps in. Hayden Rogers has gone the distance. Four and a third so far. And the first pitch to Kelly is down low. St. Mary's coming back now. San Diego leading 4-3 that game in the fourth inning. And San Francisco and LMU all tied up 3-3. That game in the bottom of the fifth. So lots of action tonight in the West Coast Conference. Uh, Pepperdine leading Santa Clara 5-0. In other scores. And Pacific leading Gonzaga 2-1 that game in the third. That pitches up a little bit. So 3-0 the count to the leadoff hitter. Matt Kelly, Cougars lead 3-2 as we play the bottom of the fifth here in Portland. Here's the pitch from Rogers, and that's over for a strike. Matt Kelly, a single in the first, popped up to Anderson at second base in the third. This league is uh, crazy, isn't it, this year? Really is. Pitches over for a call strike, too. I've never seen the league so bunched up. I mean, there is really literally every team in the league still has a shot to make the the, the top four tournament. That's pretty fun. Three and two. Here's Rogers' pitch. Popped up foul. Out of play. Three and two, the count again to Matt Kelly, second baseman. And here's Rogers' pitch. Ball fouled. Down the first base side. Neither team has had the bullpen up at all. Cougars uh, completely, really fresh bullpen other than Parkinson, who uh, threw a little bit last night along with Jordan. There's a ground ball hit into left field, base hit. So a one-out single. Parkinson went one in the third last night. Only threw 12 pitches. That's easy work for him. He's used to throwing every day, you know, 20-plus. No doubt he'd be available tonight if needed. That will bring uh, Chad Stevens to the plate. See if you wonder if he tries to push bunt again. That was a great bunt the first It was. The uh, Cougars now are going to send a couple guys down to the pen. Jeremy Thomas, the pitching coach. Leading them down there in the uh, right field corner. As we mentioned, we cannot uh, see anybody down in the pen as they're warming. There's a fly ball. Brock Hale in right field coming in. Way in. He makes the catch for the out. When that ball was first hit, I thought it, he might have to go back a couple of steps, but he came in about 15 steps, made the play. Yeah. It's got to be tough as a hitter to... Hit a ball what you think pretty well. And Absolutely. Have it just be a almost a pop-up to the infield. I mean, you saw Sue's ball earlier today. It was absolutely yeah. hammered down the, down the left field line and hit the top of the wall. Bo Brundage now steps in. Brundage uh, has flown out and walked. He scored one of the two runs for Portland. 
Both teams now with uh, seven base hits. Cougars have committed the only error in the ball game, and that was the error that uh, allowed the second Portland run to score. A walk, a uh, an error, a pass ball. And that's how Portland scored their run in the third. Curveball just off the plate. Levy, the uh, home plate umpires, had a little bit of a small zone here with uh, Hayden Rogers here in this inning. Yeah, that first inning I thought it might be a little wider the way he uh, rung a few guys up, but uh, since then it's really narrowed. It hasn't been wide at all. One ball, no strikes to Bo Brundage. Pop-up foul out of play. Brundage uh, coming in really hot into the series. It was uh, 13 of his last 24 coming into the series. And he had a hit in an RBI last night. He's 0 for 1 today. He led the conference with... Uh, A 400 batting average coming into the series. Quick throw to first base, and the runner just stands up and uh, back into the bag. Rogers, the lefty from the stretch, and the pitch. Ball hit out. They started the uh, runner again, and Sneeman out of position there on the hit and run. Would have been an easy play for Sneeman, but it just rolled right where he was. So runners at the corners now. And Portland, uh, boy, pushing all the right buttons on that hit and run here tonight. Yeah, exactly how they uh, got their last run. Same situation. Hit and run. It's executed perfectly where nobody's at. That Hey, they don't hit and run there. It's a, it's an easy out. But uh, now we'll see if we can find a way to, to keep them. From scoring. That brings Lopez to the plate. Definitely the, the best hitter in this series for the Pilots. He's a confident hitter, which is scary. Lopez two for two. He's got three RBIs in the series. Had a sack fly RBI in the first, singled in the third. And the first pitch to Lopez is over for a strike. Lopez... Um, Looking to drive in that tie and run here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. We mentioned a JC transfer out of Cerritos College down in California. Three two the score. Cougars uh, with a one run lead. And here is the 0 1 pitch. Fly ball. Perns has got to come a long way in. Didn't see it well at first, but came in, made the catch for the out. And the Cougars hang on here in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors. Two runners left. We're through five complete. 3-2 BYU over Portland on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Casey Jacobson leads it off for the Cougars. Jacobson, McIntyre, and Hill. For the Cougars, Cougars lead 3-2 as we go to the sixth inning. Jacobson, one hopper right at Lopez at third. He'll throw him out easily. So one man out, and Mitch McIntyre steps in. McIntyre, two for two. He's doubled and single in the ballgame. 
given the opportunity to start here tonight, and he's taken advantage. He really has. Mitch has uh, started several games for the Cougars this year. He's hit 270 coming in. Now has raised his average 19 points with those two base hits. And the first pitch to McIntyre is down low. One ball and no strikes. That's the 80th pitch for Eli Morse in the ballgame as we play the sixth inning. Pitch is down low again. McIntyre takes one. Bounces up and off the catcher, and the count now uh, 2-0. and Cougars were picked first in the preseason coaches' poll. Portland picked 10th, uh, uh, actually. But uh, Pilots playing the Cougars very tough, winning game 1-4-3. And another nail-biter here. Uh, ask Coach Littlewood, you don't have much gray hair, but you got to be yeah. starting to get some after this year. For sure. I prefer if we're never picked first ever again. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of very close games this year. 3-0 pitch to McIntyre. That's down low ball four. Some McIntyre with a four-pitch walk. And that will bring Noah Hill to the plate. Uh, looks like they're going to pinch hit uh, Dave Clausen. Oh, Clausen's going to come in and hit for Hill. So David last night was 0 for 4. I think he had three strikeouts. So Clausen into the ball game for the Cougars. We'll see if Dave can get going here. Really could use his bat. He was so big for us last year. Lawson steps in, runner at first base. Quick throw to first and back in safely is McIntyre. Portland now up with a right-hander beginning to throw in the bullpen. Neither team has announced a starter for tomorrow. Cougars uh, had in a way start uh, last Saturday. They put him into the pen. Pitch is over for a strike, so I think it's either going to be Perone or Burrup. That was yesterday. Yeah. Not sure if things have changed. It just all depends on who's used today, today really. Right. Anyway, they like him in the pen. He's just been a little more, had a rough outing last Saturday, and been a little more uh, consistent out of the pen. Here's the 0 1 pitch, and Clausen fouls it off 0 1 2. Clausen hitting 253 this year for the Cougars. Got 87 at bats, 22 hits. Has six RBIs, 17 strikeouts in those 87 at bats and 10 walks. And here is the 0-2 pitch. Clausen hits the ball. Second baseman's got it on to short for one. The return to first is a wild throw. That ball goes into the Cougar dugout, so Clausen will move up to second base on the air by the shortstop. Chad Stevens, his third error of the series. So the Cougars with a runner in scoring position and Anderson coming up. It would be nice to make that error hurt. You know, like yesterday we really took advantage of those errors and were able to get a couple runs because of it. But uh, throwing the dugout now, David at uh, Clawson at second to see if he can get a base hit here and extend this lead a little bit. Anderson steps in. He singled his last time up. Huge hole in left center right here. As Brennan looking to give the Cougars another run. And that ball's hit pretty well. Center fielder, however, Brundage going back. 
He is there, and he'll make the catch for the out. Cougars retired here in the sixth. No runs, no hits. One air, one man left. We are through five and a half. Three-two Cougars leading the Pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth, and uh, Colin Rungi will step in. Hayden Rogers has gone the first uh, five and allowed uh, two runs on six hits, one of those runs being unearned. Actually, it is uh, Cody Hawken who's the hitter. He's uh, one for two today. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's just a little bit low for ball two. Just missed down yeah. right there. Down, he's uh, squeezing him a little bit here yeah. these last inning plus. Making him really work. Two balls and a strike. And that pitch is down low, ball three. When you got an umpire kind of jumping around out there on a yeah. ball in the dirt, you know, uh, I'm not sure why. Yeah, no uh, kidding. But... Uh, He's got he's to dig in there, keep his eye on the baseball. Three balls, no strikes to count. To Hawk and ball four. So Hayden Rogers walks the leadoff man. And that will bring uh, Ryan Hugerwert to the plate. You're calling Rungi to the plate. For some reason, got my book off a little bit here. That happens. You're, you're allowed one mistake in 26 years. Rungi steps in. He is. Uh, he was robbed of that base hit by Sneeman his last time up. And first pitch is down low for ball one. It's interesting that the last couple of games, Roger's done this. Late in the game, the last inning he's pitched, he's just kind of yeah. lost control. And Mike uh, Littlewood out. He's being squeezed a little bit by yeah. the home plate umpire, Agreed. but uh, but I agree. I mean, you've got Rungi up there who, or uh, yeah, Rungi who wants to bunt, wants to sacrifice, and man, you got to throw strikes. Cougars, I'm sure, uh, can't see who's throwing, but there is at least one guy out there throwing. It's going to be Inaway. It's going to be Sudrith, or possibly Parkinson, maybe Zimmerman, possibly. Yeah, I don't Zim know if he'd could. go this early. Yeah. I mean, you might want to try to get. If you get three or four innings out of him, boy, at this point you lose game one. You got to go with your best. Yeah, you do. You have to win this game, so you do whatever you can. And in a way, might be that guy. Yeah, he might be. Yeah. One ball, no strikes. The count. Sugar work or uh, Rungi will step back in with a runner at first base. Quick throw to first and. Hawkins back in safely. Hawkins got five stolen bases. He's been thrown out three times this year. And there's the pitch to Runge, and that's up high ball two. Not, not even close to the zone. Yeah, his, by other, his other one's actually missed somewhat close, but uh, that one wasn't even almost to the backstop. It was so high. Same thing happened in that Santa Clara series. Yeah. Kind of cruising along, doing a pretty good job, and then just the wheels kind of came off. 3-0 pitch. There's a bunt down the line. Sue's got it. 
He'll throw to Anderson at first base for the out, so the Cougars do record the out. One man out, and that will bring Hugenwert to the plate. With a potential tying run now at second base. Hugenwert is singled and grounded out in the ball game. Hugenwert, a big kid, 6'4", 235, Allen, Texas. He's a senior. Came into tonight's ball game. He got a lot of at-bats last year. Not a ton this year, but... First pitch over for a strike. Hugerwert. Big right-handed hitter. 0-1-1 the count. With uh, Tate Budnick on deck. Here's the pitch, a swing and a miss. Pretty good fastball right there. Just threw it right past him. Looked like Hoogerwert was guessing some kind of off-speed pitch. And yeah. Really late swing. Elevated pitch there that blew it right by him. 0-2 here. you got to be really good. Can't leave anything close to give him a shot to, to hit a single here. Now a timeout called uh, by Hoogerwert. You know, one thing interesting in the ballpark this year, they've got a, a little bar set up uh, they do. outside the uh, the shack sta- yeah. uh, stand serving uh, wine and wine beer and, beer and, and yeah. just a little hard liquor. So interesting, first thing I think, first time I've ever seen that in the college ballpark. Here's the 0-2 up high for a ball. You figured that uh, with them, I've seen some college teams with beer gardens, you know, out in the yeah. outfield and whatnot, but... You figured that if they're going to sell that, that the crowd would be a little more restless yeah. and, and wild, but uh, they're not. A little not. more fun. Yeah, they're not. It's quiet out there. Trying to, they're, but they're a little warmer, I think. Yeah, I, yeah for sure. <laughs> ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch. A little bit outside for ball two. Of course, Dave Clawson behind the plate now. He pinch hit for Noah Hill. So you've got your one catcher you've used. You've got your second string guy in. And I guess McKay Jacobson, right? Yep. Becomes the... The backup. The third, yeah. Always need to have a catcher in there ready to come in. 2-2 pitch, just missed inside, ball three. Rogers now up to 90 pitches here in the bottom of the sixth. As Hoogerwert will step back in. Got a bear down right here. Rogers find a way. Here's a 3-2. Ball hit in the center field. That's in for a base hit. Perns picks it up. Runner's going to try it. No, he'll, he'll hold him. Boy, great throw by Perns. Yeah. Would have had him by 20 feet. Hugerwert with a big uh, 3-2 single up the middle. Runner's at the corners. And that will bring uh, Budnick to the plate. This might be a situation where they try to do a safety squeeze. Good runner at third where you just try to bunt it. And, yeah. uh, I mean, Budnick's not a traditionally great hitter, but going to go to somebody. Yeah, Mike Littlewood out of the uh, dugout. We're going to have a new pitcher. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Blake Hennaway into the ball game. He'll inherit a couple of runners, first and third, one man out. Cougars clinging to a 3-2 lead. Hennaway will come in. 
His uh, 12th appearance, he started four games for the Cougars. He's thrown 30 innings, given up 38 hits, 23 runs. So in a way in for Hayden Rogers, who went uh, five and a third. And uh, both those runners are Rogers' responsibility. And the first pitch way outside for ball one to Tate Budnick. Budnick 0 for 2. He's lined out to Schneeman and grounded out in the ball game. He's hit uh, the ball both times to the Cougar shortstop. Budnick, a 225 hitter coming into the ball game, now hitting 220 or 214 on the year with his 0 for 2 here tonight. And uh, Inouye's pitch is down low, ball two. Like Inouye struggled in his last outing, it was a start. On Saturday against uh, Santa Clara, game the Cougars eventually came back to win. Here's the 2-0. That pitch is a little bit inside ball three. Man, that looked close to me. I'm not sure where that pitch was. Been a little in. Got a battle here. Three balls, no strikes. And here is Inouye's pitch. That's over for a strike. 3-1. I I doubt they do a safety squeeze, but this is the guy that they'd like to do that with. Three balls and a strike. Got to throw a strike right here. Can't uh, let the potential go-ahead run get into scoring position. And he does. Ball four. So Inouye walks the first batter he sees. That was a straight take there. He wasn't even going to think about yep. swinging. Bases loaded for the Pilots and Henry Cheney. The uh, right fielder will step in. It's like their pinch running number 14. It's going to come on and run for Hoogerwert. Travis Turney. Freshman of Fresno, California. Is running now. And now Inouye with bases loaded one man out here in the bottom of the sixth. Still got the force at the plate and double play order ready to go. Still got a way to get out of this jam. As uh, Cheney, he's grounded out and popped out. He's 0 for 2 today. Hitting 308 on the year. Only... 13 at-bats on the year, and there's that uh, good breaking pitch from Inouye over the outside corner for call strike one. Yeah, good slider to get ahead right there. Cheney, a sophomore out of Gig Harbor, Washington. Here's the 0-1, another breaking pitch, swing and a miss, 0-1-2. Yeah, go right back to it. Go right back to it right here. Off the plate a little bit. Out of the zone. And again, right now, Dave Clausen just got to block everything up there. Yes, you do. Here's the 0-2. Same pitch off the plate. Ball one. One ball and two strikes. With the bases loaded, top of the order, Matt Kelly on deck. And the one-two, just off the plate, two and two. Man, I thought he was going to give him a swing at that one. He tried to bite, held his, held his bat back, though. 
Jeff Loomis, the head coach, third year as the head man here, played here and uh, ended his uh, career as a player in 94. Coached a couple of different air, uh, schools and now here for Portland. Swinging strike three, another good breaking pitch. And uh, Cheney goes down, two men out. Great Big job. strikeout. Great job, Blake. Work's not over yet, though. Not done. Still got uh, guys out there. Got to find a way to get out of this right here. It'll be a big momentum changer right here for the Cougs. Matt Kelly steps in. He's two for three today. He's had a pair of singles. Single in the first, single in the fifth. Popped up in the third inning. As the right-hander steps in against uh, Blake Inouye. Timeout called now. Looked like uh, maybe Kelly got something in his eye, wind blowing around out there. Very fortunate. It's just a dark sky here, very yeah, threatening. It really is. Haven't had a whole lot of rain during the game. That pitch is uh, inside ball one. Blake Inouye with a 1-0 count. Bases loaded for the Pilots. Cougars clinging to a 3-2 lead. There's a bunt down the third baseline that's going to roll foul. Unbelievable. I just thought that was going to happen in the back of my mind. I saw Casey was playing in the first pitch. Then he scooted back a few steps. And then all of a sudden, you know, you figured, hey, we're going to try to steal a run right here. And sure enough, he tried. You thought you might see it. Maybe more with one man out, yeah. but they, they go there with Kelly. That's what they call their little two-out drag yeah. where they just it's got to be a perfect bunt to beat it out and, and get a run out of it. Kelly, a very good bunter, as we've seen in this uh, series. So one ball and one strike. And popped up, foul, out of play. Well, and really it's a hitter who knows exactly who he is, right? He knows that he's a little bit deficient as far as the power comes. He's a guy that can really run, has excellent speed, and he's fantastic in the bunt game, and he, he's good at it. I actually love the idea that he was trying to steal a run right there. One ball, two strikes to Matt Kelly. Got to make a big pitch right here, Blake. Nothing good. Kelly three for seven in the series. Here's the one-two. Curveball just got oh. a piece of it. Fouled it straight back. Great pitch. That ball was in the other's batter's yeah. box. Good battle going right here between both guys. I'd come back with that same pitch. I would too. I really think you could fastball harden in. You could because yeah. he's leaning toward He had to really lean the last two pitches away. But if you miss that over the plate, you know, he could hurt you. One ball, two strikes in away from the stretch. And the pitch. There it is. Inouye comes in and strikes out two pilots. Great job by the reliever for the Cougars. That was awesome. No runs. One hit, no errors. Three big runners left on. We're through six. 3-2 Cougars leading the pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Jarrett Burns leads it off for the Cougars here in the seventh inning. First pitch up high, ball one. Man, what a great job Blake Inouye did coming in there in relief, huh? Yeah, Inouye walked the first guy and then struck out the next two to get out of that bases loaded jam and to preserve the BYU one-run lead, 3-2 the score as we go to the seventh. Perns fouls that pitch off. 
One ball and one strike. To the Cougar center fielder, Jarrett has grounded out, walked, and had a sacrifice. Officially 0 for 1 on the day for Perns. He's hitting 357 as he steps in and pitches up high ball two. Perns, Sue, and Hale do up here for the Cougars in the seventh. Jarrett Perns, the junior out of Henderson, Nevada. He hammers one down the left field line that's foul. Ball got out of the ballpark, but about 30 feet foul. Yeah, that ball was hit well. Jarrett does have a home run this year, 15 RBIs. Cougars with two in the third, one in the fifth. Portland got a run in the first, an unearned run in the third. Pilots with nine hits, Cougars with seven hits. Portland won last night's game 4-3, and we've got another tight one going here tonight at uh, Joe Etzel Field. And here's the pitch to Perns. It's up high for ball three. Just unable to really throw that curveball for a strike. Yeah, he hasn't. The change in the fastball is what he really had to rely on. And here's the 3-2. Perk. Uh, Pern swings and misses at the fastball. Goes down on strikes for out number one. And that will bring uh, Brian Sue to the plate. Brian, two for three today with a couple of RBIs. Struck out looking in the first, singled in, in a run in the third, and doubled one off the very top of the wall in the fifth and knocked a run in. And this will be the 94th pitch here by Eli Morse to Sue. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Portland with a reliever down. He's not throwing right now, but he's ready, just standing there on the mound after having uh, warmed up. On one, the count. Pitch to Sue is off the plate. One ball and one strike. Funny, this umpire, is, uh, as the game got, goes on, normally you'll see an umpire expand the zone a bit. It's normally. Gone, yeah, normally. It's gone the other way Tonight, around. Tonight, it's gone just the opposite. It really has. Which I guess, you know, hey, you're making the crunch, crunch pitches really matter and earn them. Here's the 1-1, and Sue fouls that pitch off. Two balls and a strike. Both teams have committed an error in the ball game. Sue, the Cougar first baseman, committed the error that allowed one run to score. As he will step back in, a ball and two strikes. Now, timeout called as uh, Tate Budnick, uh, catcher, is going to go out and have a little chat with his right hander. Both pitching staffs have really thrown the ball well here in the series. Yeah, they have. This time of night, it gets darker. Sometimes it's hard to see the signs. Doesn't want to get crossed up, just double-checking and moving on. Here's the one-two. That hitting. One-two pitch just got away. We've talked about that curveball, and he just unable to really control that pitch lately as uh, Sue... Down to first base, he'll gladly take the the uh, hit batter. One man out, and uh, Brock Hale steps in. 
Hale is two for three. Single in the second. Knocked in a run with a double in the third and uh, grounded out in the fifth. And now the head coach out. And that's going to be it for Eli Morris. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Cameron Richin, number 22, into the ball game. He is a uh, six-foot, 185-pound junior out of Walla Walla, Washington. He's in in relief of Eli Morse. Richmond on the year. This is ninth appearance, 3.27 earned run average. Does have a save. It's thrown 11 innings, giving up six hits, five runs. Opponents only hitting 154 off uh, Richmond. And he will face uh, Brock Hale here with a runner at first base. One man down for the Cougars. They lead 3-2. Hale, the right-hander, steps in. And the first pitch is a curveball over for a strike. Yeah, good little slider right there. Sidearm guys always are just pretty much fastball slider guys. Another right-hander beginning to throw in the pen for the Pilots. As Brock Hill steps back in. Here's the throw to first base and... uh, Sue back in safely. Brian Sue was up there with a 1-2 count, took a curveball right in the middle of his back to get uh, down to the first base bag. As Hale steps back in. Pitches outside for a ball. One ball and one strike to uh, Brock Hill. They really have changed their philosophy and what they like to throw from last year to this year for sure. I look at my old scouting report. This guy was a fastball slider guy last year. He was 78% fastball. And so far, just slider, slider. So it's interesting to see that uh, they uh, – and you saw it really in the whole series so far. They've really been more breaking ball oriented. They're throwing their breaking ball and pitching off of that to then throw the fastball to kind of sneak it by you. And, Brock, it's, and it's work for him. Yeah, Brock Hale hitting uh, 355 as he steps in. He's got four hits in the series. He's been uh, very, very good here in Portland. And here is the 1 1 pitch, pitch out. Thought Sue might be going, and the count uh, now goes to 2 and 1. Brought a new pitching coach in, uh, Con- Connor Lambert, who's pa- uh, spent the last seven seasons as the associate head coach and pitching coach for the Corvallis Knights. Hmm. He came uh, and he did a stint as the university. That ball's hammered deep left field. Left fielder going back, looking up. That's off the wall. Brian Sue will hold at third base. The double by Brock Hale off the wall, and the Cougars hit about three or four balls off the wall, just can't get it out. Yeah. ball was such a line drive. And uh, right there, the uh, the pilot's very fortunate. Hawken, that ball bounced off the wall, hit Hawken. hit him. And if it had bounced away from him, uh, no doubt that uh, Brian Sue would have been able to score. Yeah, great, great swing there by Brock. And another tough bounce there by the Cougs. But uh, infield playing in now. Just need Nate to uh, hit a fly ball here and get one more on the board. 
and a single would get you two more. Big time situation right here for Favero. Need to have a good at bat right here. Nate steps in with runners at second and third base. Portland draws the infield in in the first pitch. Slider over for a call, strike one. So the Pilots have drawn the infield in here in the seventh. Down by a run, 3-2. And Favero, 0 for 2 today, walked his last time up. He's trying to hit a ball hard somewhere. You do that and you got a pretty good chance to knock a run in. Favero fouls that one off down the left field line. And Nate quickly behind in the count, 0-2. Well, the Cougs were able to pitch out of some damage last inning, and the Pilots are now trying to do it here in the top of the seventh. Really need a big at-bat here by Nate. Just find a way to at least hit a fly ball in the outfield and score a run. Richmond averaging just about a strikeout every inning. And here's the 0-2. That's down low, 1-2. and Another breaking pitch. Can't give up on that pitch. He wants to throw that back door there. Just didn't come back enough there, but he'll, he'll try to throw it again. And here the dugout. The guys yep. in the dugout are really cheering on Nate right now. Ball and two strikes. Richmond will work from the stretch, looks at third. And here's the one-two, and Favero swings and misses. Goes down on strikes. Big strikeout there by Richmond. And that'll leave it up to Schneeman here. Boy, huge strikeout. Boy, we've just seen that time and time, not just necessarily from Favero, but with guys, third base, less than two men out. Cougars have just not done a good job here the last few weeks of of driving that runner in. Been the Achilles heel of the season so far, really. Really need Daniel right here. Find a way. Sneeman now steps in. And the pitch to Sneeman is a fastball that runs in on him on the inside corner for a strike. Sneeman 0 for 8 in the series. As he steps in, boy, what an opportunity here. Sneeman, very productive, 23 RBIs. It's been a while since he's, well, he had one a couple last week on the home run. He's going to be huge for the Cougars to give him a little bit of insurance here. And here is the 0-1. Sneeman hits this ball oh, foul man. down the third baseline. Just missed a double right there down the line. Daniel Sneeman with the 25 strikeouts on the year and 129 at-bats. Got to get this ball in play somewhere, hit it hard. Come on, Snee. Cougar Nation's pulling for you. Find a way. Here's the 0-2. Sneeman takes that one down low. One and two. Good take. Richmond uh, on in relief of Eli Morse. Sneeman digs back in, batting from the left side. Richmond will work from the stretch, looks at third. And here's the pitch to Sneeman. Ball hit hard. Second baseman gobbles it up, drops it, picks it up, throws him out. 
And the Cougars leave a couple of runners in scoring position here in the seventh inning. No runs, one hit, no errors. Two big runners left on for the Cougars. We're through six and a half, 3-2 BYU over Portland on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Chad Stevens steps in, 0-1 count on Stevens as he fouls the first pitch off. He's one for three today, had a bunt single his first time up. Pop-up foul, again out of play. Stevens uh, struck out in the third, flew out to right field in the fifth. Cougars three, Portland two. And the pitch, curveball. Ball hit foul down the first baseline. Cougars three runs on eight hits. Portland two runs on nine base hits. In a way, the reliever in for the Cougars. Came in in the last inning. Struck the last two guys out with bases loaded. There's a little looper right at Brock Hale and right. Brock makes the catch for the out. One man down, and that will bring uh, Bo Brundage to the plate. Brundage steps in. He singled his last time up. He's one for two today in the first pitch is inside for ball one. Brundage, the center fielder for the Pilots. Steps back in, and there's a pitch. Hit right at Casey Jacobson. He makes the play at third base. Line shot for out number two, and that will bring Lopez to the plate. Daniel Lopez. Lopez steps in. Lopez uh, one for two today. Does have an RBI in the ball game. That came back in the first inning on a sacrifice fly. And here's the pitch. Good slider outside corner strike by Inouye. Well, Blake, after walking the first guy he faced, he's been uh, looked awfully good out there. Yeah, it really has. Really bouncing back well from that uh, outing last Saturday when he started the third game against Santa Clara. Another slider just off the plate. A couple of score updates. Uh, St. Mary San Diego tied up 4-4 in the seventh. Pepperdine leading uh, Santa Clara 6-0, that also in the seventh. LMU leading uh, San Francisco 6-3 in the eighth inning. Pitches over for a strike, one and two, and uh, Pacific leading uh, Gonzaga at Pacific 2-1, that game in the eighth also. A lot of close scores, just like we've got here. Cougars uh, winning 3-2. Two men out. And the pitch just off the plate, two and two. It's a good one-two right there. I like that pitch. Make him try to chase it. 
Lopez, uh, six or five home runs now on the year. The little guy too, you know. Yeah. It's got him listed at six one one ninety. He doesn't look doesn't that look big. That. It looks about 5'11", 160. <laughs> two and two the count. Here's Inouye's pitch. Just off the plate with a fastball. And the count goes full three and two. We've got to go attack him right here. Don't want to put him on base with another power guy on deck. Cougars have had opportunities to pick up some insurance. But have been able, unable to. Come up with the big hits. 3-2 pitch. Fly ball. Should be an easy play. Brock Hill coming in hard in right field. He is under it. He'll make the catch for the out. And anyway, works a perfect seventh inning. 3-2. Cougars lead the Pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Casey Jacobson steps in as we go to the eighth here. Cougars leading 3-2. First pitch fouled straight back. Beginning to rain heavier now than it has the entire night. Umbrellas are up. And kind of tough conditions right now. Here's the 0-1 to Jacobson. That's inside. One ball and one strike. (coughs) Portland won game one, 3-2. Cooper's trying to pick up uh, even the series here. As Jacobson, the Cougar third baseman, steps back in. And here's the pitch, 1-1. Casey fouls that one straight back. Cameron Richmond, the pitcher for Portland here. The reliever on the hill. Not a fun time to hit as a hitter with the way that the rain is kind of blowing into your face. Yeah, it's kind of blowing into our face here in the press box. Definitely an advantage pitcher right now. Here's the one, two. That's on the outside corner. Call strike three. Ball's a little outside, I thought. Strikeout of uh, Jacobson, and that will bring uh, Mitch McIntyre to the plate. I think uh, the umpire doesn't like that rain either. The Maybe way it was hitting him, couldn't didn't get a good look at that. Ball's in another batter's box, in my opinion. McIntyre steps in. Mitch is uh, two for two on the day. Walked his last time up. He's doubled and singled, scored a run. And the first pitch outside, ball one. Skies have been really dark and threatening the entire day. And uh, now it's uh, begun to rain pretty good here in Portland. Here's the 1-0 pitch to McIntyre, and that's up high for ball two. Clawson on deck. Cougars had runners at second and third. In the top of the seventh, couldn't push anybody across. Favaro struck out, and then Schneeman grounded out. Pitches down low for a ball. Good eye right there. That's a tough pitch on 2-0 and to lay off of. A lot of hitters get over-aggressive in that count. Three balls, no strikes to McIntyre. 
And here's the pitch to Mitch. That's inside ball four, so a one-out base on balls. McIntyre to first base. Clausen coming to the plate. David's been up once. And uh, got on a fielder's choice, went to second base on a throwing error, and then was retired at second base. Cougars have had base runners on in every inning but the first. But had just been unable, as kind of the story of the year, being able to string three, four, five hits together. I like this matchup for Clausen. Hasn't faced this guy yet, but uh, isn't trusting his slider right now. And Clausen, a fastball hitting type hitter, that uh, I really like this matchup. I think Clausen can be successful here. I was stuck out here. I was freezing. Lawson steps in. First pitch outside, ball one. And really, just a nice line drive over shortstop would be perfect right those, here. It was uh, those two games that day. It's just the second game took forever. I wouldn't mind a home run either, but <laughs> as we both know, Every ball we hit that's going yeah, out of here yeah. hits the top of the wall. If so could, if he could pull something, hook something he down could, that yeah. line, he could get it out of here. But uh, which would have to guess take if a it, shot. If we had to guess if it got out of here, because you can't see that corner from <laughs> that's here. That's right. <laughs> Here's the 1-0. That's outside ball two. Good take. Cameron Richmond in for his second inning of work here in uh, Portland. They do have another righty in the pen getting loose. Foster, which one was worse, Ghost Rider or Josh Hutchinson? Which of the communication movie is worse, Ghost Rider or Josh Hutchinson? Throw to first base and uh, McIntyre back in safely. Mitch, uh, good pick there by the first baseman. Mitch, very good speed. Only has attempted uh, one stolen base this year and was successful in that. As McIntyre off of first base, here's the 2-0 pitch, and uh, Clausen swings and uh, fouls it back. Looked like a pitch might have been out of the zone a little bit. Yeah, possibly ball three right there. One of the reasons why, you know, McIntyre won't be trying to steal in this situation is you like giving Clausen that huge four hole with the first baseman holding on. Uh, he can just kind of pull it into there, and with McIntyre's speed, he can get to third. One man out, one man on. And Clausen uh, with a 2-1 count. Another throw to first. And McIntyre back in head first safely. Game three tomorrow noon here, local time, 1 o'clock. Uh, back in Utah, we'll have it on all the stations, BYU Radio, ESPN 960, 94.5, or Sirius uh, Channel 143. Pitches inside for ball three. And Cameron Richmond, uh, after retiring Jacobson on the strikeout, has walked uh, McIntyre, now gone three and one on David Clausen. You might see him start the runner here, little ball four slash get a pitch to yeah. hit, hit and run. Here's the three one. There goes McIntyre, and the ball's popped up foul down the third baseline. Third baseman going over, Wynn taking that one out of play. 
Lawson got a good look at that pitch, but just popped it uh, up and out of play. Yeah, he did. Really did get a good pitch to hit there. Three and two the count. When, uh, rain, boy, you can really see it starting to come yeah. down harder. It's really hard now. Portland. The people who don't have umbrellas are getting up and making their way out to the exits. As it is really starting to rain here. Three and two. Here's Richmond's pitch. That's a high ball four. So back-to-back walks. The Cougars have runners at first and second base. One man out top of the order. Brendan Anderson coming up. This field drains like Cougar Field. Yes, it does. Uh, Thinking of that last weekend, didn't even think about water on the field as hard as it was coming down. The one thing it does, though, this field, we we learned last night with it being so wet on the surface, when you slide, it really takes you off. You saw Brian Sue actually slid through the bag and almost hurt himself because you just take off. Brennan said a couple of times yesterday when he slid, he's like, oh, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. Anderson steps in. Brennan uh, flew out to center field his last time up. He's uh, got one hit in the ball game. And the first pitch is way outside, ball one. Well, he can't find a slider right now. He hasn't been able to throw it for a strike. And uh, he's really afraid to, to come with a fastball. Brennan hitting 300. Runners in scoring position. He's awfully good hitting 382. Great speed at second. A hit should be a run. One and all the count. As the rain continues to come down hard here in Portland. And here is the 1-0 pitch to Anderson. Fouled out and out of play. Got a good pitch to hit right there that he just missed. Fouled away down the right field line. You know, Beats had a couple of good at-bats today. Got a single and hit a few balls hard to center. The wind and the rain kind of blowing across from right field to left right now. A ball and a strike. You notice everybody in Portland has a hood on their coats? Yes, they do. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Anderson takes that one on the outside corner. Came back with a fastball, first fastball. We've seen some uh, Richmond in a while. And Anderson down to the count one and two. Brennan steps back in. Burns is on deck. And here is Cameron uh, Richmond's 1-2 pitch. Anderson swings and misses at the slider. Goes down on strikes. Cougars have had guys in scoring position in the 6th, 7th, and 8th and have been able to, unable to push anybody across. Their last run was back in the 5th inning. So now it's up to Perns. Kind of been the story of the of the weekend. They had four or five opportunities late in that game with guys on second and third and couldn't get that hit to tie it up. And this is where you're just looking for a you know a little cushion, a little insurance run. Perns steps in. Here's the pitch. 
Down low, ball one to Jarrett Perns. This is about the time that Perns comes up with a big RBI hit, though. Perns is uh, 0 for 2 today. He's also walked, scored a run in the third, had a sacrifice bunt in the fifth. He's also struck out and grounded out in the ball game. If it's still raining, I'll bring the bags to you. And here is the one-ball pitch to Perns. That's way outside. Throw back through and back in safely. McIntyre is the catcher. Came up and threw uh, the pick, trying to get McIntyre. So 2-0 the count now on Perns with uh, Brian Sue in the on-deck circle. Cougars would like to give uh, Sue an opportunity. Absolutely. And here's a 2-0 pitch. Way outside, ball three. Burns, I would think, would be taking in this situation. Trying yeah, to load him up here. Definitely got to be a take situation. He asked me to work tomorrow. Jarrett the junior out of Henderson, Nevada. And here's the pitch. That's over for a strike, three and one. Four three last night, the Pilots win. Cougars up three two here in the top of the eighth inning. And here's the pitch. Perns fouls it straight back. Now the wind's kind of turned around, uh, looking at the the rain and kind of blowing out down the first base side. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You look up at the lights and it's like, oh, it's different now. Yeah, about uh, ten minutes ago, it was blowing the opposite direction. Well, full count, full count here. Runners being moving. Come on, JP, big hit right here. Three and two. Runners will be moving. As pitcher makes a move uh, at second base, didn't make the throw. McIntyre back in. McIntyre at second, Clausen at first. Three and two the count to Jarrett Perns. And here is Richmond's pitch. Ball fouled off again. Kids down here playing from the Portland area, they don't even feel the rain. Yeah, they're just like, it's another day here. Be used to it. Fun little baseball game we got going here. A lot of intense moments the last few innings. Three and two is the count. Outside, Cougars have loaded them up for Brian Sue. Sewell step in. He was hit by a pitch his last time up there. McIntyre to third. Clawson to second. And now the pitching coach out. Usually the head coach makes the change. He's just uh, 
walking out there. There is a right-hander in the pen ready. Well, these are the guys you want up, right? This is the situation. Your three, four-hole hitters right here. Brian today struck out in the first, single in a run in the third, double in a run in the fifth, and was hit by a pitch. He's two for three. I still don't know how that double didn't leave the yard here. Sue so, uh, hitting 351 as he'll step in. Coach has got the entire infield uh, brought in around him. And now Sue is going to make his way over and talk to uh, Brock Hale in the on-deck circle. Hale had some kind of uh, words of encouragement or heads up about the pitcher. Yeah, probably just a little extra scouting report. Mike Littlewood, six-year head coach down in the third-base coaching box. Uh, Trent Pratt down at first, and there is that slider over for a strike. Cougars leading 3-2. Top of the eighth inning here in Portland. And Cameron Richmond. Pitch. And Sue loops one into center field. In comes Brundage. He's there, makes the catch for the out. And the Cougars again unable to come up with a big two-out base hit. In the inning, they'll leave them loaded. No runs, no hits, no errors. Three runners left. We're through seven and a half, three, two. Cougars lead the pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Cody Hawken will lead it off. He'll be followed by Colin Runge and then uh, Ryan, or be a pinch hitter for Hoogerberg. So Hawken will come up. Blake Inouye. In his uh, working his third inning. And the first pitch pop up. Shallow right field. Brock Hill, long way coming in. He's going to get there and make the catch. Boy, Sue didn't even go out. He thought that ball was an easy play, but uh, Brock Hill had to come a long way slid and make the catch for out number one. Yeah, you're right about that wind. The wind pushed it away from Brock, where early in the game it had pushed it back, back towards him. Good play there by Brock. Rain has uh, let up a little bit, still continuing to come down as uh, Colin Runge steps in. Runge uh, one for two today in the first pitch, over for a call strike. No one strike on him. In a way. As uh, now worked two complete innings, has not given up a hit or a run. He's had two strikeouts. Another ball fouled off. Boy, and Blake looks awfully good out there. Yes, he does. Confident. Just the demeanor he has on the mound, like, give me the ball, let me go to work. He loves seeing that from guys. Walk the first guy he faced, but since then he's been lights out. Here's the 0-2. Ball hit up the middle. Anderson's got it. Throw to first. Bad throw. Anderson gloved it, and then he had a hard time getting it out of his glove. Yeah, he did, and then he just spiked it right into the ground. Spiked it in front of uh, Sue, so that'll be an error. On uh, Brennan Anderson. That's a play he makes easily. Big high hopper. So a one-out error off the bat of Rungi, and that will bring up uh, 14. That is Travis uh, Turney, who came in to pinch run a couple innings ago, and he will uh, hit now, left-handed hitter. 
attorney. From uh, Fresno, California, will step in. And here is the first pitch from Inouye, and that's a little bit outside ball one. Turney hitting 167 on the years, had 30 at bats. Batting from the left side. Quick throw to first base, and the runner back in. Turney. Uh, a freshman, 6'1", 175-pounder, Clovis West High School. That's always been a, a real powerhouse high school program in the Fresno area. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that's outside for ball two. Oh, we got to come right at, him, right at him right here. First at bat of the series for the kid. You know, don't want to give him balls and give him free bases. Swing and a miss. Two balls and a strike. I thought they might try to bunt with him. He's a kid that can definitely run. Sue holding the runner at first base. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Over for a call, strike two. Kind of delayed by the umpire yeah. there. I thought he might <laughs> not call that. I'm like, look, right, it was right down the middle. I had the same thought. Yeah. I, was, I was ready to call a strike, just yeah. waiting for that just right arm exactly. to go out. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch, strike three called, inside corner fastball. Great pitch right there. Turney goes down on strikes, two men down, and uh, Tate Budnick, the catcher, will step in. Well, the rain has relented a little bit, still coming down a little bit, but not nearly as hard as it was here Ten minutes ago. Well, the home field advantage while, while they're hitting, it stops. <laughs> while we're hitting, it's going. They have it planned that way. Dialing it up on weather.com. Quick throw to first and uh, back in safely is Colin Rungi. Rungi, good speed. Six stolen bases on the year. Oh, much. oh and they're going to get him picked off as uh, Sue throws to Sneeman. Nobody backing up Sue. Uh, Blake Inouye. Inouye, the mistake right there, didn't back up. Yeah, he's got to go to first right there. Yep. And Sue actually got rid of that ball a little yep. too early. You know, the first time they picked Rungi off, they, uh, he went right for the bag to try to steal it. That time he, he was definitely trying to get into a rundown right there and, and didn't give uh, Inouye enough time to get there, which Inouye was caught napping, really. He just didn't yep. get there. He was. Defensive laps right there by the Cougars. No error, but... Definitely a mental error as the first pitch to Budnick's over for a call strike. Well, and those mental errors are tough because then you'd be hitting, you know, having an eight-hole lead off yep. in the ninth. Yeah, exactly it's, where it's you want just them. the little things we keep yeah. talking about. It doesn't seem like much, but they, by the end of the game, they pile up, and you can look back and, and point to all those little things that uh, might have cost you a game. Yep. It's uh, just so unlike a, a BYU team led by Mike Littlewood, just the, the lack of execu- execution getting things done. Yeah. Just guys falling asleep out there. Pitch from Inouye is outside for a ball. Well, I can tell you from firsthand because I'm at every single practice and game, like it's stuff that's worked on oh. all the time. No doubt. I mean, we imprint it into their brains and minds of this uh, of execution and, and, and bunt coverages and pickoffs and all this stuff. 
It's something we do in our practice weekly. Blake was just excited about picking a guy yeah, off. For sure. And just, uh, you know, started being a spectator yeah, instead of really getting was. into play. And, of course, oh, no. as, a, as a defender, you're, you're taught to get the guy coming back to the, to the first base, yeah. you know. So uh, Sue, you know, didn't look around to see who was behind him. Clausen was trying to get down there. Boy, a nice slider drops in for a strike, well, and, one and two. And Sue, that's the first time this year on a pickoff that he didn't have to throw to get a quick runner that was still trying to run. That's the first time that they actually tried to get in a run down. It's a new position for him, and I think he just realized, you know, got rid of it too soon. Kind of a miscue on both guys' sides. Ball, two strikes. Slider outside, two and two the count. Two and two the count. Tate Bugnick, the number eight hitter. He's 0 for 2 today, walked his last time up. Another throw to first, and uh, Rungi back in. You know what is interesting? Uh, you know, you've got the tying run at first base, probably your best base dealer. And at least to this point, they have uh, not gone. They've, uh, they've been successful in this game hit with a hit and run. 2-2 pitch, ball hit pretty well. Back goes, uh, per- no, across comes McIntyre, and left field makes the play for the out. And the pilots are out here in the bottom of the eighth. 3-2 Cougars lead on your B- new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on new skin BYU Sports Network. Nick Shore, the right-hander, on for Portland to pitch the ninth inning. Nick Shore, a couple of saves on the air. This is his 11th appearance for the Pilots. A 4.15 earned run average, no wins, a loss. He's thrown 17 innings, given up 20 hits, 11 runs. Opponents hitting 303 off uh, Nick Shore. He is wearing number 29. So sure into the game, 6'1", 160-pound graduate out of Los Angeles, uh, California. Agora High School and also pitched at UC Riverside. I've never seen GR next to a yeah. to a name, but he's a graduate student. And Brock Hill steps in. Brock three hits in the ball game in the first pitch over for call, strike one. Hale with a couple of doubles and a single in the game. Yeah, you don't see graduate transfers in baseball very often. You'll see them in football and in basketball, but you don't see it too often in baseball. Brock hitting 360 as he steps in. He's got five hits in this series. And the pitch to Hale, little looper. First baseman, second baseman going out. Second baseman makes the play for the out. One man down, and uh, Favero coming up. Nate Favero looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3. Does have a walk tonight. Up there with runners at second and third. His last time up and struck out with the infield drawn in in the seventh inning. As Nate Favero, the left-hander. Again, sure, the right-hander. 
And the first pitch to Nate's outside, ball one. Well, Tuckett, do you stay with Inouye or do you maybe think about Zimmerman? I think you stay with Inouye, let him start the inning. Yeah, I agree. See what happens. He's been throwing great. Kickers were able to hang on. Uh, Hayden Rogers would get the win. Portland has not scored since the third inning. Pitch to Favero is down low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Favero, normally the third baseman. Played a little first base this year. Tonight he's DHing with uh, Jacobson at third and uh, Sue at first. That pitch way inside, ball three. Three balls, no strikes. Favero steps back in here. Shores pitch. Drops in for a strike. Schneeman on deck. He'll be followed by uh, Casey Jacobson. Cougars three runs on eight hits. Portland two runs on nine base hits. Last night, 4-3 score. Tonight, 3-2 so far here in the ballpark. Pitch to Favero outside, ball four. So the Cougars with a base runner. The Cougars had a base runner in every inning except the first when they retired in order. Scores now, uh, St. Mary's. Leading San Diego, 8-4 in the eighth. Pepperdine up still 7-0 in the eighth. Final, um, LMU beat San Francisco 6-3. And Pacific beat Gonzaga 2-1. That ball, Schneeman hit out uh, right to the left fielder. He's there and under it and makes the catch for out number two. So Gonzaga loses. That's their sixth loss of the year. LMU beats uh, San Francisco, so it's LMU goes to eight and five. San Francisco drops to ten and three on the year. And Pepperdine looks like uh, they're going to win. They're up seven nothing. They'll uh, That's go to seven and six on the year. And Santa Clara will drop to four and nine. Santa Clara, a very hot team coming in. Last couple of weeks, they've uh, with Cougars uh, sweeping them. Well, yeah, they, they went down to San Diego opening weekend and took two out of three and put up like thirty runs in three games. And we we can see, we saw how physical that team was. Big kids, you know. Last week, yeah. Two men out. What about Borat? The dictator. And Jacobson, the hitter for the Cougars. Here's the first pitch from Shore down low in the dirt for a ball. Good block right there. Neither team has announced a starter for tomorrow. That game will start at noon here. One o'clock in Provo. Next week, the Cougars will travel to one game down to Tucson, take the University of Arizona on six o'clock start. In Arizona, that'll be a 7 o'clock start in Utah. 
Non-conference and then finals week. Cougars will come home, take some tests, and get ready for the next week where they'll uh, play Utah. Pitches uh, down low for a ball. Well, and that uh, I was looking at the weather for Tucson for next week, and it's like 90, 92 degrees <laughs> like today, tomorrow, and Monday. And then on Tuesday, it's 72 degrees. Don't tell. Well, that's, that's It's that's, better, that's but at okay. night there... <laughs> In Tucson, it gets colder. It's like, man, I, I take the 90 at night right now. 2-0 pitch to Jacobson. Looper, that's going to be a base hit left field. Favero around second base. He's going to hold at third. So Casey Jacobson picks up a base hit. A two-out single. Favero moves from first to third, and that will bring uh, McIntyre to the plate again. Every inning here, Cougars with runners at third base. We'll see if McIntyre can come through. Well, McIntyre has been perfect tonight with the two walks and the two hits. So if there's one guy that uh, maybe can break this little uh, streak of not being able to score a guy with two outs that we've had the last, what, five innings, maybe he's the guy. He's the guy. Cougars have left 12 men on in the last five innings. Yeah. Just need that one hit right here. Give a little cushion. McIntyre, the lefty, steps in, pitches way inside for a ball. Budnick, a nice job to keep that one from going all the way back to the screen. I'd even take a pass ball here. <laughs> any way take to it put it Any way he could get it. Get a run across the board. Right here. One ball, no strikes. The count to the freshman. And we're feeling it up here, so you know the players are feeling it in the dugout. Just that pressure of just trying to get that monkey off their back. The sport isn't as easy as we all wish it was at times. Ball, no strikes. Two men out. Runners at the corners, and the pitch is down low for ball two. He's had a great eye tonight, Mitch, hasn't he? Been, He's yeah. looked really good. Yeah. Very confident at the plate. Played a good left field, make it, made a couple of good throws in. Yeah. Trying to earn himself a little bit more playing time. Taking over for Kringlin out there. As Keaton gets a night off. 2-0 the count. And here's the pitch. Runner at first base. Looked like he was going to go, and then he went back. Yeah, he took three hard steps. I yeah. thought he was going. Almost looked like he was almost trying to get it maybe into a, you know, the double steal situation and try yeah. to steal a run. Yeah, maybe, which I'm for. Hey, anyway, <laughs> pass ball air. I just... Just want one more, at least another run. Ah, Mitch is going to get a hit right here. Two balls and a strike to McIntyre. A lot of confidence. McIntyre, wearing number six on the back of that Cougar jersey, steps back in. And here is the 2 1 pitch. McIntyre, little looper, left field base yes, hit. He is. McIntyre, three for three in the night. Cougars lead 4 2. Big at bat right there by the young freshman. Go ahead, young kid. Find a way. Have a night. That's five for five quality at bats today. Fantastic job, Mitch. Awesome. Now runners at first and second base, and Clausen steps in. David Clausen. See, now that just takes all the pressure off of Clausen here. You got the extra one run that you're hoping for. Hey, let's make it two, three runs more. You know, just find a way to put together another good at-bat right here. 
Well, I know Coach uh, Littlewood was talking about not sleeping much last night, yeah. trying to decide what the lineup looked like, and put McIntyre in there's worked. It really has. <laughs> that was the that was the right choice. First pitch to Clausen, curveball over for a strike. Well, and Casey this inning as well got the, yeah, the got single the, to get the first to third to right. where that RBI doesn't even matter. So nice to see the guys getting an opportunity that are coming through, having yeah. good at bats. You're right, seven eight hitters. Yep. Jacobson and McIntyre coming through, and now Clawson uh, would really like to get something going. He walked his last time up. Huge hole up the middle. choice his last time up. Second baseman's playing short right again. Here's the 0-1. Clawson fouls the pitch off. It's funny. They have the netting here that goes all the way to the start of the dugout, and then, and then they open up the netting. Especially down the yeah. the uh, first base side, and then they started up again. They've got a little playground out there, uh, but you would think they would have carried that over, you know, all the way to protect the entire grandstand. Got a ball from the bullpen on yep. the field. Come on, pitchers, keep it in the bullpen. Yeah, I don't know how that. I don't, oh, I think that might have come out of the playground. Oh, it is the, yeah. the kids over there. <laughs> of yeah, they got a little right. playground area. All right, pitchers. I'm sorry, I was yelling at you. I was yelling at them last week when we were, where were, oh, no, Utah. They couldn't keep the ball corralled out there in that bullpen. 0-2, that's down low for a ball. Cougars have scored one here in the ninth. They lead 4-2. Casey Jacobson at second base. McIntyre at first. Good speed out there. Real good speed. Singles by those guys with the two men out. That put a run on the board. And the pitch to Clawson grounded foul down the first base side. Well, you know, it's uh, we, we've talked about some of the problems with this team, and it's certainly not a lack of effort. You it know, it's just, yeah. it's just, uh, if anything, maybe a little too much effort. I mean, you're trying too hard. You're, uh, and that's you're just grinding. Yeah, they just want it so bad. They want to succeed so bad that they just sometimes just go a little bit more, a little overboard on, on the energy and effort. Sure, from the stretch, here's the pitch to Clawson. That's outside for ball two. Portland will have 9-1-2 and two up in the bottom of the ninth. And we can't, as we mentioned, we can't see the bullpen. Don't know if anybody's throwing, but we would imagine Inouye would get the yeah, he's, run out there in the bottom of the ninth as yeah, good as he's awesome. looked. Yeah, he's been awesome. Drake Newsong came out too. That sounds good. Two balls, two strikes to count. And here's the pitch to Clawson. Down low, ball three. Ball gets away from the catcher, and runners move up. Heads up base running there by Jacobson and McIntyre. Absolutely. Now they're in scoring position at second and third base. Clawson with a 3-2 count. Good at bat right here by Clawson. Yeah, great at bat. Falled a couple of pitches off. Good eye up there. Anytime you go from 0-2 to 3-2, you know you're just battling and giving your team a chance, giving yourself a chance. Now just why not win it? Why not? I'm calling a little bloop, single over short. It's going <laughs> to score two runs. All right. You I, just, called I just believe we'll see. it. I just believe it. I think maybe a ground ball up the middle. I'm okay two. with that, too. Clawson steps in. 
As Shore, the third pitcher for Portland on the hill. Now timeout called by Clausen. Sure, really taking a lot of time. And now Budnick, the catcher, is going to go out and have a little chat. Yes. And you know, it's interesting. With first base open, left-handed hitter, of course, you got the top of the order due up. I can't imagine them kind of pitching around Clausen to get to Anderson, but who knows? Yeah, you want to. they're going to go to his best pitch right here. They're going to make him earn it. I doubt they go to a fastball here, but... Hey, you never know. Come on, Kloss. Three balls, two strikes. Klaassen steps back in. And here's the pitch. Klaassen rockets one foul. Good swing. Down the first baseline. Took a uh, breaking pitch on the inner half and... Hit it hard. Yeah, he did. Hit it foul. Good pitch. Good swing. And we're back to another battle. Actually, you're right. I think I, I like that. I like that ground ball up the middle. I'm feeling that more. Cougars lead the series. They've won 23 and lost 12 to Portland all time. And again, Clausen steps in. Here's the pitch inside, ball four. So base is loaded. Good at bat, Dave. Top of the order, Brennan Anderson comes up. Brennan is one for five today. He's flown out to the center fielder three times. Struck out his only hit, came back in the fifth inning when he singled and scored. So Anderson steps in with a 298 average on the year. And with a chance to really put some cushion on this lead for BYU, it's currently a two-run lead. And here is Shore's pitch. That's outside, ball one. See, in the first inning, that was a strike. Yep. You know, you 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 nailed it right on the head. That the zone has gotten smaller as this game has gone on. I think that umpire would be cold back there. Yeah. Usually, it's just the opposite. Yeah, no kidding. They uh, wanted the game to move along, but uh, tonight's just. And just the opposite. There's nobody on this team that wants this team to succeed more than Brennan. Here's the 1-0. Anderson takes a curveball up high, ball two. Now you just got to sit Dead on red. your pitch. Yeah, only yours. Only pitch yours. you can drive. Yep. It's a strike that you can't handle. Let it go by. You know the kid's just going to throw nothing but sliders. I don't think you're going to see a fastball in the zone. He's got to come at you, though. He doesn't want to walk in a run, but you're right. He doesn't trust his fastball. 2-0 the count to Brendan Anderson. Here's the pitch. Anderson Ooh. swings and fouls it down the third baseline. He got one there. Actually, a good fastball, kind of sinking a little bit. Came in on him a little. Yeah. They've been throwing him middle away all day, so I think that might have caught him off guard a little bit because he normally hammers inside pitches. Two balls, one strike. Jackson, five, I want you back. Nice. Two men out. Base is loaded. Cougars have put one across. They lead 4-2. Here's the pitch to Anderson. That's outside, ball three. Great job. Honestly, if I'm Coach Littlewood... (laughs) What do you I, think? I give him a take right here. <laughs> I give him a take. You know there's no way there's that's no happening. There's no way. There's no way. But, man, okay, I wouldn't give him a take here. No, but, you wouldn't. But 
I just don't want him to swing at a bad pitch. If he threw a ball, yeah. it wouldn't be a bad thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Three and one. Here's Shore's pitch. That's inside ball four. Cougars have Perfect. put the fifth run on the board. Didn't give him a take, but he got it anyway. He got the ball four anyways. That a boy, Brennan. Anderson with a walk and RBI number 22 on the year. And Jarrett Pern steps in. Jarrett looking for his first hit. He is uh, one for two today. He's walked twice and also had a sacrifice bunt. This is where you just blow it open right here. You have to find a way to yeah, base hit right here with get one more hit and feel real comfortable going into the bottom. Nobody of the in the pen for Portland. And the first pitch to Perns is down low, ball one. Well, and what's made this inning so successful for the Cougs is they've been taking balls. They're not trying to swing at the pitcher's pitch, which got them in so much trouble early in the game and yesterday. Done a great job of taking borderline pitches. They're called balls and getting good pitches to hit and, and putting good swings together. You've been three walks, two hits in the inning. Cougars have scored two. They've increased their lead now to 5-2 here in the top of the ninth. And uh, Jarrett Perns is the hitter. Pitching coach out quickly to talk to his pitcher. Sure. And it's interesting, nobody in the pen. It's, it's like they, they're either saving the rest of the pen for tomorrow with a, with a deficit here. Yeah. Because really, one more hit and you're probably out of this ball game. Well, San Diego came back with a couple of runs. It's now 8-6 to six in the eighth. St. Mary's leading San Diego with two guys on for San Diego. Still raining, just a mist, gentle mist, uh, not the heavy rain that we saw earlier. And Perns will step in. He's the eighth guy to come to the plate in the inning. Here's the pitch to Jarrett. That's down low, ball two. Yeah, he's, he's got a take on right here, 100%. Just walked the last two guys, 2-0, make him prove it. And I cheated because I saw Coach Littlewood sign, so... Two and all the count. Perns steps back in. Here's the pitch from Shore. That's on the inside corner for a strike. Balls up, I thought. Shore's got a pretty lively arm. The pitch really runs in on right-handed hitters. Yeah, it does. A long half inning here for the Cougars, but they've put two on the board. Key hits by... McIntyre and uh, Jacobson have been the difference in the inning. 2-1 pitch way outside ball three. Surprising. He yeah, came why, back with why a you slider. Throw that? You haven't two, thrown one. it for a strike all yeah. inning. That's why you've been in these bad counts, and he still went back yeah, to he it. he did. He came back with it. I thought for sure, sure Perns was thinking fastball too, but yeah. pitch was well off the plate. Well, here comes the fastball here, grip and rip right here, Perns. Sure, from the stretch again, here's a 3-1. That's on the outside corner for a strike. Boy, very close. Yeah, it was. Well, benefit of that is now everyone's moving, so a ball in the gap possibly scores three. So runners moving, three and two the count. Cougars have put two on the board. Jarrett Perns, Cougars center fielder. 
Actually looking for his first hit of the series. Was 0 for 4 last night, 0 for 2 tonight. And here's the pitch. Burns Rockets one foul down the third baseline. He was ready to hit that one. He was so ready to hit that one, he hit it into the third base dugout. Is there a clubhouse down in their home dugout? No, No. they don't have one. That's one of the reasons what they're trying to do with the renovation. Yeah, got a little uh, team room down there. Three and two again. Again, runners will be moving on the pitch. Now a timeout called by Perns. Come on, JP. Have some fun right here. Burns steps in, three and two. And here is the pitch. Down low, ball four. Another run scores on a walk. And the Cougars have increased their lead to six to two. Good at bat. And Brian Sue steps in. He's the ninth guy to come to the plate. Four walks, two hits in the inning. And as the Portland uh, bullpen kind of imploding here in the late innings. Coach Pratt's going to be really excited about this inning. He's been preaching to these guys for weeks now. Just take your walks. It's okay. Don't don't be the guy that has to do it all. Just take your walk. If they're going to give it to you, take it. And uh, done a good job this inning of doing that. Sue a couple of hits tonight. He will step in. He's also picked up a couple of RBIs. Flew out to center field his last time up there with runners at second and third. Well, Nick Sure, just a walk and time delay out there on they the mound. Really I'm is. telling you, this guy just They're works finally so getting a slowly. Lefty going. Takes so much time between pitches. There's a slider over for a strike. Cougars have scored three runs in the inning on just two hits. There's been four walks. And Brian Sue with a 0-1 count. Little looper first baseman coming over. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. So Sue pops out. Cougars with three runs, two hits, no errors, three runners left. We're through eight and a half. 6-2 Cougars leading the Pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars bring the freshman in, Drew Zimmerman. They've increased their lead to 6-2, to two, so Zimmerman into the ballgame here, bottom of the ninth inning. Henry Cheney will be the first hitter, right fielder for the Pilots. Looks like number 20's come out of the dugout, however. Let's check that. Number 11? Well, number 11 is going to come on. Uh, Mike Hicks, left-handed hitter, is going to come on and hit. Mike Hicks might be one of the tallest baseball players I've ever seen. The kid is huge. Got him listed at 6'7", 250 out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, through Yavapai College. Favorite place. Yeah. J.C. transfer. So Hicks, left-handed hitter. Steps in against uh, Drew Zimmerman. First pitch, swing and a miss for strike one. 
Zimmerman for BYU on here in the ninth. Cougars are hoping he has a nice, smooth, easy night so he would be available tomorrow. And the 0-1 pitch is a little bit low for a ball. Zimmerman, two wins and one loss, has three saves, 1.46 earned run average for the freshman out of Lehigh High School. The 1-1 pitch is a little bit low for a ball. Zimmerman, 20 strikeouts and 24 innings pitched. This is his uh, 15th appearance of the year. That ball's ripped into left center field, and that's going to be in for extra bases as Hicks around first base. And he will end up with a stand-up double here to start the ninth off for Portland. Yeah, good swing there. Elevated fastball and put a good rip to it into left center. He's playing for outs right here. Chad Kelly steps in. Kelly's two for four on the day. Hitting 284 as he comes up. As uh, Hicks hit that ball very well. It really did. Into the gap in left center, and the first pitch is way outside to Matt Kelly for ball one. Cougars with three runs on two hits in the top of the ninth inning. And here's the one ball pitch. That's a little bit low for ball two. Zimmerman looking in at the umpire, like asking him uh, where might that have been. Thought he had thrown a strike. He's got to pound the zone right here. Here's the 2-1. That pitch is over for a strike. Got a gun on uh, Zim. Have you seen what he might be throwing? We've got a BYU. Two balls and a strike. And the pitch is a, a little bit low for ball three. Matt Kelly, single in the first, single in the fifth. Those are two hits. 3-1 pitch, fly ball. Back goes uh, Jarrett Perns. He'll make the catch for out number one. A good job there by Zimmerman coming back with a strike. One man out. Yeah, he can't hit the. Chad Stevens will step in. Can't hit the ball to center. That's the one thing we've learned. That ball was hit hard. Yeah, if that's down the line, it probably has a chance to get out of here. But to center here, that wind blowing in, it just goes nowhere. That ball might have been the hardest hit ball we've seen in the series. Yeah, good job by Zim getting back in that count. Just short of the warning track, and uh, Chad Stevens will step in. He is one for four. Had a bunt single in the first. That pitch was 91 right there. Struck out in the third. Flown to right, flown out to right in the fifth and the seventh. And that pitch is swung on and missed for strike one. Both teams with ten hits, but the Cougars with a four-run advantage, 6-2. Trying to even up the series at uh, one game apiece here in Portland with uh, game three tomorrow. Pitch is over for a strike. Good slider right there.
0-2. Zimmerman's pitch is way outside for a ball. Great job by Clausen even getting there to squeeze that. Hang on to that slider a little too long that time. Zimmerman with a plate and a bunch of screws in that right elbow of his after injuring his arm in high school. But still, what have we had in 94 this year? Yeah. Clocked as high as 94 in games. Great arm. Kind of has ice water in those veins. Just what you want in a closer. Yeah, he really loves his role. Got that look. The only thing that worries a little bit is that he gets a little wild at times you know, with his fastball command, but uh, he usually finds a way to get out of those jams he puts himself he does. into. So. Yeah, he's, he's gotten himself into a few jams and worked yeah. his way out. Here's the one-two off the plate. Two balls and two strikes. He's a guy that the team really trusts and love, and they want him on the hill. And I know Coach Littlewood has a lot of faith in this young freshman. A lot of upside to be really good here in the future. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch. Ball fouled over near the Portland dugout. Portland has scored one in the first, one in the third. That was an unearned run. Since then, it's been lights out. Hayden Rogers, uh, pitcher of record here. Zimmerman's able to work through the ninth. That will be, there's a ball hit down to Casey Jacobson. Casey's got it. He'll throw to first. Threw the ball in the dirt. Good job by Sue to dig that one off the turf for out number two. Great pick, Mr. Sue. Two men out, and uh, Bo Brundage steps in. Brundage one hit on the night. He's one for three. That was a single back in the fifth inning. He is two for six with an RBI in the series, and the first pitch from uh, Drew Zimmerman is a little bit low. Ball one, I guess. Zimmerman again kind of looks in and smiles. He kind of smiled, didn't he? Yeah, like, oh, where did that miss? I agree, Zim. Where did that miss? But I can't complain because we had a few of those in the the last inning that were borderline. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That one's looked like same location. This one's called a strike. So a ball and a strike. I found out what uh, the FTM stands for underneath the, the – the, Oh, yeah. It's for fathoms. The ball hit up the middle. Sneeman over, gloves it, throws the first, and Cougars win. Hey, I love it. 6-2 to, to uh, even up the series at a game and a piece. Uh, so a big win here tonight, Tuck, for the Cougars. 6-2 didn't come easy. They haven't no. come easy this year, but, uh, but, a, but a good win, a win they needed. Again – Backs to the wall, and they did exactly what they needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, backs against the wall, had to win this game, give you a chance to win a series, and now we put ourselves in that position to tomorrow with a ton of bullpen arms available. Not sure who we're going to start, but, hey, get the bats going a little bit tomorrow and, and find a way to come out and uh, win this series. Uh, we'll take a break, uh, three minutes. We'll be back with the post-game report right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here with uh, head coach uh, Mike Littlewood. And, again, coach, uh, 
uh, kind of backs to the wall again after losing game one. Uh, it really needed to come through tonight, and your and your guys did it. I mean, it wasn't easy, but uh, you got the job done. Great win. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we, we did, and, and uh, I thought we talked before the game. It was, it was pretty simple. We needed a swing at strikes and take balls, and I thought we did a much yep. better job of that today. Uh, you know, we left Morse. He's got a good good change up, and we left it down. It, you know, we yesterday we were swinging at those pitches that were hitting the plate, and uh, today we took them, and, and I, I liked our overall approach, especially from, you know, Casey comes in and gets a hit, and uh, Mitch comes in and gets a couple knocks and does a great yep. job for us. So I, and, you know, on the other side, Keaton, who I sat today, and Mitch – went and played for him, was up on, on the railing cheer in the whole game, and that's the energy we need to, to get this thing done. Yeah, McIntyre was dynamic today. He had uh, five great at-bats, three hits and two walks. Couldn't ask for any more. Yeah, I mean, the kid's just an athlete. We talked at Northridge. The, you know, I said, this guy's going to be our three-hitter one day. You know, he's got th- yeah. those kind of tools. Um, I don't know, it might be this year with how many lineup <laughs> changes I'm, <laughs> I'm making, but, uh, yeah, really proud of Mitch, how he went in there and, and played. Noah Noah struggled a little bit, you know, um, should have blocked the ball and, right. and uh, didn't get a bunt down. And and I take him out, and he's up on the railing. And that's just the kind of team this this is turning into a little bit. And so that that's what we need. I mean, we need every single person uh, pointed in the right direction and on the same page. And tonight we, we got that. And you also, Jacobson, into the ballgame. I know last night you were talking about, geez, I'm going to be up all night trying to decide a lineup. You put Jacobson in. He gets a big knock for you there in the ninth inning. Yeah. Made a couple of good defensive plays also. Well, the one thing he's going to do is play defense for us, although he did throw the, the ball low and Brian made a, yeah. a nice pick over there. But um, Casey's always ready to play. That's the one thing about him. Doesn't He's he sat more than he's played this year. But when I put him in, he's he's been ready to play. And he did come up with a, with, with a big hit right there. Um, you know, and who knows with the lefty throwing tomorrow what, what I might do. And it took me literally probably 16 <laughs> hours thinking about the lineup and, you know, making a bunch of different things. And, uh, in fact, Tuck, it was he might have mentioned this on the radio. He said, Coach, if I would have if if, if you would have told me you were going to run this lineup out here in the fall, he goes, I would have called you crazy. But uh, it got us a W today. Yeah, that's, all, that's all that matters. Hayden Rogers went five and a third, gave up nine hits, two runs. But, again, battled much like uh, – uh, last night, uh, you know, uh, just Hayden hung in there, gave up a bunch of hits in the first inning, as we've seen him do. And then he hit the fifth, kind of hit the wall again, like we've yeah. seen recently. Yeah. Well, and, and his pitch count was 90, you know, 80 going into that last, yeah. maybe 75 going into that last inning. And I had, fortunately, we've learned with Hayden, uh, I had Blake going and I had Bo going um, just in case he did that. And it turns out that we needed Blake. Uh, I like Blake in the pen more than I do a starter. He did a great job for us, but. Um, you know, we we needed that from Blake today. And then uh, Zim, man, Zim's just not afraid of anybody. He just goes and <laughs> just pumps at 90-92 with a, with a good slider. I love that kid. In a way, uh, went two and two-thirds, walked the first guy to load him up, and yeah. then struck out the next two, and then just was on kind of cruise and crawl. Did you think about leaving him in the ninth, or was Zim going to come in all the way? Well, if I would have known we were going to score a few more runs, I would have I left Blake in. Yeah. In fact, I was, try- I was thinking, but then I saw Zim. Down throwing, he probably threw 30 pitches in the pen. I thought, well, he, let's just get him out in the game, and and uh, he might not be good for tomorrow anyway. And so we'll we'll have to see that. But I it crept into my mind a little bit. In fact, I talked to Trent and Brent, and I said, man, he's 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 sharp right now. Yeah. What do you think? And both of them said, hey, Zim's our guy. That this is what we want to do. Um, but the the four run cushion was a lot nicer than that one run cushion. Uh, you know, a good game. You left 12 on through. It, it just seemed like a rerun again. Left 12 on through the first seven, and I'm thinking, oh, no, here we go again. You know, ARP one, one-run game. Boy, it was nice to get those three runs in the ninth. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. And I thought I thought we put got a couple walks, drew a couple walks, and then got a couple key hits. And, and uh, 
you know, walks aren't super exciting, but when there's bases loaded and <laughs> we're forcing runs in, it, it turns into a pretty exciting play. And, and we, those at-bats, they ran deep into counts. It wasn't like four straight balls on a couple of them. And we, we took a lot of good pitches, pitchers' pitches that were down in the zone, and, and hitters did a really good job. Well, Coach, big win. Uh, I, I don't know. Have you decided your starter for tomorrow? Uh, we'll go with Perone. We'll start with Perone, and we'll probably piggyback him with Bo Burrup, um, you know, and, and we'll have a fresh pen as well. So, you know, I, I think we're just going to play it inning by inning, uh, maybe a short leash on Alex. Uh, you know, his issue is uh, just not throwing command- strikes, Yeah, right? not commanding right. his fastball. So if he can command his fastball, it's going to be pretty fun tomorrow, but uh, we'll have plenty of pitching. Okay, Coach, well, hey, congratulations on the big win. Uh, we'll let you get back to the hotel and get ready for tomorrow's game high noon here in Portland. Sounds good. Thanks, Brent. You bet. Uh, head coach uh, Mike Littlewood, Cougars win tonight by a score of 6-2, to two, both teams with 10 hits. Cougars committed a couple of errors, Portland with one error. Hayden Rogers picks up the win, 5-2 and two on the year, and Eli Morris the loss. He goes to 2-5 and five on the year and in front of uh, 302 people. Three hours, 24 minutes game time. Cougars win 6-2. We'll be back on the air tomorrow uh, afternoon Utah time, about 12.55, uh, Pilots and Cougars in game three uh, of this three-game set here in Portland, Oregon. like to thank uh, Tuckett Slade, uh, Cole Wiesinger back at the station. And uh, just remind fans, we'll be back on the air tomorrow for game three of the series here at uh, Joe Etzel Field in Portland. With that, we'll say so long.